flashback after the race at Merge Book Sellers. Kaz is playing the card game Cocapelli with Karaman. It's a game where you get victory points by starting and extending ceremonies with your neighbors. Kaz has a pretty strong warrior feather combo going on when Karaman cancels one of his own ceremonies. Kaz is confused. Cut to Kaz looking at the puzzle box and the logic of Karaman's move coming back to them. Sometimes it's better to destroy something broken than to try to keep it going. The puzzle box. The teardrop thing. Snap the key inside the lock. Tish immediately snaps the key and the panel slides away. Do not fear what is deceased. Alright, let's do your first Kaz scene. Oh, I didn't choose an order for these. Um... Alright, let's randomly choose one of your Kaz scenes. <laughs> Who's ready? I'll let you decide. You want to start? I'll choose number one, because that comes before two. Nick, are you fine running that one first? Because I feel like that one actually works best first since it's like chronologically immediately after last session. Yeah, sure. Agave stands in front of a carnival stall. There's a crack. They grab their leg as they stumble, a dart from the darkness. They turn to move away and are crawling on the ground. The ground is covered in a layer of blood, silk. A hand grabs the back of Agave's collar and pulls them up. A figure with curled horns whispers in Agave's ear without their mouth moving. You've been such a guest to such terrible hosts. The figure presses their thumb into the bullet wound. Agave screams, but it makes no sound. They don't deserve your trust. Haven't you been hurt enough to see that? The figure presses the dart into Agave's neck. Your distaste for violence is going to get someone you care about killed. Agave turns over in the bed, their face contorted in distress. Worried Kaz places a gentle hand on Agave's forehead, before coming back with a slightly damp cloth. Hey, you're... you're okay. Just, just let me take care of you. As Kaz wipes off Agave's forehead, they begin to stir, and their eyes flutter open. You're awake. How do you... are, are you okay? Uh, yeah. There is a pause as Agave's expression resets to neutral. The creases of worry iron out into smooth expression with an ever-so-slight upturn of the lip. They look deep into Kaz's eyes and with a pretend innocence that comes all too easily. Good morning, Agave boops Kaz on the nose. Are you sure you're okay? How do you feel about pancakes? Good, but that wasn't an answer. It was just a bad dream. A nightmare? No, not that bad, just... Kind of bad. Do you want to talk about it? Talking about it will only make it more real than it needs to be. Okay, then... Pancakes? Hug? Agave leaps into Kaz's arms and leans in close to their ear. Yes. Cut to a splotch of pale flour hitting the wall with some force. Agave and Kaz stand covered in more batter than made it into the griddle. The kitchen, once spotless, has become the center of a miniature hurricane. Spatulas, spoons, bowls, none were spared. On the counter, a single plate piled high with thick, fluffy cakes stands in beautiful contrast to the disaster elsewhere. End scene. Eddie's vigorously shaking a pan over the stove when his mom walks into the room. She leans against the door frame with a sigh. Eduardo. 
Dinner smells delicious, but you've been working nonstop since the great grandfather stepped down. Don't you have a campaign to run? Eddie nods, shoves a small fork of pulled pork into his mouth, and juggles it around in his mouth for a bit, gesturing for a moment of time when it becomes clear his mother's waiting for an answer. Sorry, Ma, it was, it was a bit hotter than I expected. I think it needs some kick, though. Eddie readies another fork and offers it in his mother's direction. She smiles, blows on the silverware, and takes a musing bite. I think that's a good call, but like I already said, it tastes great. Do you have a timer for when the arepas will be finished? Uh, yep, over next to the spice cabinet. The two nimbly dance around each other and out of the way as the frantic fun steps of cooking come to a crescendo in the cramped kitchen apartment. Plates whirl and twirl, side dishes materialize, canisters click and shake like castanets, sauces samba, dry rice hits a cooker as the sound of maracas. Just when everything seems unmanageable and the chaotic music of the kitchen seems to fall apart, there's a high-pitched ding. With a graceful swoop, Mrs. Clarita Muraday removes the arepas from the ovens, hands them to Eddie, and within a minute, three beautiful platters are waiting on the kitchen table. Where's Dad? Before Clarita can answer, a frantic clack of keys and locks announced the belated arrival of Mr. Alfonso Muraday. Sorry, sorry, I know I'm late. Got another police call about these weird geological features popping up out of nowhere. I think it's some kind of weird vandalism. I swear they've got me running around all of the city these days. Underpasses, parking lots, abandoned amusement parks, funeral homes. It gets me simultaneously wasting all of my time, and it's the most exciting of work since the Bolivia excavation. Alfonso gives a pair of kisses to Clarita and rounds on Eddie. Oh, and look at numbnuts over here. Clarita, have you tried talking some sense into Clarita puts a firm hand on Alfonso's shoulder, and he immediately shuts up. Mi amor, un momento. I was just trying to do exactly that, but your crafty son deflected the cooking. Again. Alfonso raises an eyebrow and breaks into a smile. Crafty? Nah, 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 nah. That's not from my side of the family. Dumber than bricks over there. Ain't that right, Eddie? He gives a crooked smile. As the three sit down at the table, Alfonso turns once more to Eddie, who again finds himself smiling at the sound of his parents' banter. This time, however, there's a pause and a sigh. Mom, Dad. I do good work helping out with the tiny things. Broken pipes, dirty floors, a concert here and there. And honestly, Finale's been getting more of a workout the last few months than ever before, too. I've, I've been out plenty. That said, I don't have the head for managing the community. I don't think anyone seriously wants me to replace the great-grandfather. Alfonso takes a look in Eddie's direction and gives a stern and disapproving look. You know I wasn't serious about that joke, kiddo. Your ma and I believe in you. Dusty and the great-grandfather believe in you. All the kids in the community believe in you. Eduardo, day and night, you spend your time helping the people around you in whatever way you can. You're humble. You have time for anyone. No matter how old or how young, everyone sees the way your elders rely on you and your juniors look up to you. That sounds like a leader to me. But there's a difference between being likable and being capable, mom. You know... I've never had a knack for finances because you always help people even when they can't afford it like a good person like we taught you and i've never had experience running anything for the center only because you're always doing the hands-on work no one else does and i'm not charismatic enough to get any of the big shots behind me clarita and alfonso share a look and share a chuckle as well kid whose name is on the sign and see the scene opens with a wide shot of a bustling city before zooming into a montage of the metropolitan life of Biostin. Each person we see an upright anthropomorphic animal. There's a moose serving street food over the counter to a gaggle of young wolves. We see in the back of a dimly lit pub a racket of deer, guinea pig, cats, plenty of other musicians playing their hearts out in a big open session. Finally, the camera comes to a diner. 
It's a busy place. Plenty of faces to be seen, all trained on something outside that we can't see. Camera stops in front of a black horse. They wear black leather from toe to neck. The camera zooms into their face suddenly. Beneath it, the bolded word, ghost. Smash cut. Ghost is on their bike, blinders on their eyes, engines screaming as they charge to the straightaway. They hurl their weight to the left as they expertly execute a rapid counter-steer into a hairpin turn so tight their hip nearly scrapes the asphalt. As they snap out of the turn back into an upright position, we zoom out to see a racer on their right. They perform the turn on Ghost's outside flank, leaving them behind, but perfectly lined up to kick out the rear of Ghost's bike and send them tumbling. The cheater lifts his foot, places it on the tail of Ghost's bike, and throws his massive hips and shoulders into it, only for his foot to phase harmlessly through. As he loses balance, falls, slides to a halt, all he can see is Ghost's mane flowing, fluid in the wind, National colors, the cavalryman charges a certain victory. Zoom out again, this whole scene playing out on a familiar wooden table in the center of Robert's studio. Damn, that was awesome. That was awesome. So good, Marcus. Zoom out a little further, and a TV comes on, almost of its own volition. And it's playing a commercial. This episode brought to you by the Name What You Need Helicopter 4 series, Surveillance Drone. Developed in partnership with Helix Labs, this dynamic all-weather craft excels in high winds, rainstorms, and even landslides. Here's a video of one of them surviving a bomb blast. Boom! Did we just blow your mind? Now available in seven colors, including chrome. DeRoy in the metaverse is just shaking right now for no reason. <laughs> How did DeRoy get a VR headset? Yeah, DeRoy, like, actually in the metaverse, like the Facebook thing. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. DeRoy oh, has no. changed from an extra cosmic entity to a Facebook user. That's a no, big fall no. from grace. It's all in his mind. He was just, he was tricked by the Oculus tech. It's just so good <laughs> these days. All of season one and two just happened in DeRoy's headset. He just takes it off. He's like, eh, critical role's better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cast two, cast two, everybody. That's canon now. That's canon. Also, I almost just ate shit in my bathroom. Like I was this close to just eating shit and needing to like totally stop the session due to like major head injury. <laughs> I was so close to falling. Okay. All right, we'll fix it in post. Open on Kaz, looking down at the last pages of a particular binder-bound book. There's a handwritten note at the end. I hope you got plenty out of this, Kaz. I was glad to hear you picked it out of Caravans. It's a really good pick. Call me. Let me know if you want to talk about it. And then cut to Kaz, sitting inside Robert's apartment. Hey, um, thanks. I know that must have been a lot of work, and I'm really grateful that you did it. It, it was helpful. The book? Yeah. We all need to make choices, Kaz. Every day we have to make choices. You deserve to know what it takes to make the right ones. Yeah, I... There were some things I didn't really get. Could I, um... Could I ask you some questions? Of course, go ahead. Uh, Robert leads them to the couch. They sit down across from each other. The book talked a lot about freedom and personal responsibility. Don't some people need to be controlled? People don't always know what's good for them. And sometimes they act 
outside of their best interest, even when they do. Robert exhales sharply. Okay. Is it okay if I ask you some difficult questions too, Kaz? Yeah. What kind of person do you think needs to be controlled? Well, choices I make on my own never seem to go well. I get myself hurt or I just make things worse for everyone else, seems like. You didn't ask who. I asked what about them means they need to be controlled. Uh, someone who makes bad choices? Can't take care of themselves? We don't need to do any of those things alone, Kaz. We find mentors, guides where we can. We find people who help us. People who love us. Robert points over at a, uh, a small table in the corner. Several picture frames, each of the Heaven Seven, memorialized in his home. Robert points specifically at Agave. We need to rely on the people who love us, Kaz. Kaz's eyes follow Robert's arm, resting on the photo. They stare at it for a few moments before speaking. Yeah. Yeah, that... That makes sense. Cut away to Kaz, letting Agave into their apartment. They're carrying a small assortment of picture frames, ready for the new stack of photos that Robert helped print. The little window is letting the sun in, creating a patch of light where a calico cat is basking. There's already a few new additions to their now tidy apartment. Cat tree stands behind the window, food and water bowls sit on a paw print shaped mat, and there's even a plush throw draped over the couch. They dot on Kaz and Agave idly chatting as Agave pets purring go. Emma. She's chilling at some random rich lady's pool when she gets an anonymous text, all in caps. I'm coming for you. Huh. That's weird. Before she can react anymore, she gets another even scarier text. It's from her mom. Get home right now or I'm cleaning your room. Anything but that, she texts back. There's a system to the chaos. Her mom texts a picture of a hoodie neatly folded in a drawer. On my way, she writes, and scrambles for home. When Tish gets to the apartment, she can tell something is very wrong. Her mom's hands are crossed, and she's obsessively tapping her hand on her arm. She looks like she's barely containing her fury. She points to the couch. Sit. Tish sits, too afraid to say anything. Monica seems to be waiting for something. Ten minutes later, the door bursts open. Who's ready for some highline base jumping? Gamma Jojo stands in the entryway, harness held aloft. Her expression quickly falls as she takes in the awkward silence. Oh, I see how it is. You tricked me to get me over here, Monica. And here I was actually thinking you'd finally come around to try one of the kitty sports. What's this all about? Tell me, what is this? And Monica presses a button on the remote. Her hand is shaking. The TV starts playing a video clip. A wide, empty street packed on either side with crowds. A dozen sleek, juiced-up motorcycles come roaring down the street. One of them crashes into another, and it goes rolling end over end into the barrier and bursts into flames. A motorcycle flies out of the clearing smoke, and for a split second, Tish is fully visible astride the bike, looking straight into the camera. She lifts her hands up and does the rock-on sign, sticks her tongue out, and then she's gone. Tish makes a note of the video title so she can show her friends later. Mother... Tell me why Letitia participated in a race you signed up for. Jojo just grins. Oh, so this is where you draw the line. Come on, Monica, give the kid a break. She's fine, see? I'm so sick of this, Mom. It's one thing to put me through all this shit, but when you go behind my back and wrap up my daughter in this? 
Jojo looks at Teach with a conspiratorial smile. Come on, Teach, you don't gotta listen to this. I got the parachutes ready in the trunk. Teach remembers all the times she ditched school as she and Gamma slipped away behind her mom's back, sniggering at her ignorance, playing it down when she found out. Why did this time feel so different? Why did she feel bad? Kaz's anxious voice rings out in her head. You weren't wearing a helmet, Tish. They'd been worried about her. What did Gamma said when Tish learned skateboarding without wrist guards? A broken arm. It's nothing, Tishy. Something about Gamma seemed different now. Where was the fearless paragon of athleticism? This was someone who had manipulated her into joining a deadly motorcycle race without a care. Suddenly, her mom's fears and anger didn't seem so ridiculous. Tish looked back at Gamma Joe. I'm not feeling it. Gamma raises an eyebrow. N not feeling it? Come on, Tishy, when are you ever not feeling it? <laughs> That's ridiculous. You know, Mom was always telling me what to do and what to be, and I hated it. I thought doing things with you was real freedom, because you let me do whatever I wanted. But that wasn't really true. I always did what you wanted. It's always, ditch geometry, we're going bungee jumping, Tishy. Jump out the airplane to your chicken, Tishy. If you don't learn to race, that makes you a loser by default, Tishy. It was fun, but I didn't do it because it was my thing. I did it to impress you. You taught me that being your best self meant being the best at what you do, being the strongest, the fastest, the flashiest. But now I think there are things more important than that. I think I found my thing, something way bigger and cooler than all this. I'm making my own decisions now. I'm doing things. I don't know if they're good decisions, but I have people who'll be there if I catch me, if I slip up. I'm... I'm not sure if I can say the same about you. What? Tishy. I, I think I'm moving out. Tish stands up and walks to her room. Letitia, what? Right now? Is it okay if I take a moment to just rave how great that sounds? So yeah, good. we also, know, Wei right? told me before this, Wei told me before <laughs> really? this, that one of the um, best scenes, I think, I think his exact words is maybe my favorite scene and the entire podcast is coming up with emma <laughs> and i said i cannot wait for emma to completely fulfill my expectations if not exceed them and then you did yeah you yeah fucking absolutely Chills. Did. Very good. Very good. i think tisha's family drama is the main story and the rest of this is just a side plot <laughs> <laughs> we're extras do we have one more so one evening as lee is shuffling away papers, sending people home, organizing his expansion into the mute. He gets a message from Kaz. Can we meet on local case? 15 minutes later, Lee has shuttered his main soup kitchen and has Kaz come around the back, sneaks Kaz in, and they're sitting in a darkened cafeteria room. Each of them, the steaming cup of green tea, just a few of the lights flicker on overhead. It's warm, dark, quiet. So, uh, what did you want to talk to me about? Lee, very serious, stony-faced. Well, you're... you're married. He just sits back a little <laughs> and blinks. Yes, yes I am. As if he's realizing it for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> how... How did you know? Ah, how did I know? Lee looks off into the distance and considers the question carefully and smiles a little bit. Well, I 
suppose it was when we signed the documents in the courthouse. No, I'm just kidding. Um, when did I know? Uh, the answer is I didn't know. Or maybe I always did. I, he looks at Kaz. You never really get to know. You have to take a chance and believe that love exists. That's how it works. Kaz stares back. So you just have to take a leap of faith. I didn't say it wasn't scary. What if, what if you're wrong? If I'm wrong, then it was worth it. Even, even if you get someone else hurt, make someone else uncomfortable or mess up what you already have. Lee reaches across the table and puts his hand over Kaz's hand. Yes, that's what it's worth. Kaz looks off into the distance moment. They've been mostly meeting Lee's eyes, which is generally a difficult thing for them. Thanks. I'll, I'll think about that. Lee just smiles and sips his tea. Flashback to just before that. Lee sitting at his desk, running his hands through his hair. Feed the Hungry recently expanded into the newly formed MCO, Mute Community Outreach. But with the funding slashed, you're going to have to find a new sponsor. At the same time, the Community Center campaigns have begun in earnest. You feel pressure coming from all sides. Here's where I'm going to ask you, what would you like to do? Would you like to ask the team to help you with the campaign at the cost of the MCO? Or do you ask the team to help you look for a new sponsor? I'm going to ask the team to help me find a new sponsor. So that's going to be a crack on what is the price of victory and an attention on every person has value as you're prioritizing the uh, well-being of others. Over your own ambitions. After hours at one of the soup kitchens, Lee stands uh, near one of the cafeteria tables where everyone's sort of arrayed around. It says, I, I know we didn't come together as a group because we wanted to help people initially. We came together as a group because we were confused. These powers, these strange things were happening to us and we wanted to understand. But we've grown beyond that. We've learned together that we can use what we have to help others. And I still believe that we can use our powers to help those that have them. But this, and Lee gestures around to his empty soup kitchen, clean, efficient, just a little bit of fading, cracking paint. This is, who I am, and it's dying. I want to ask if you could help me keep it going for the good of the mute. And Lee chokes up a little as he looks at his dream, which is falling apart. I mean, if if you need money, I've I've got some money saved up. It's not like I need it. When you needed me to come in, boss. I don't know if you use any any alcohol Whoa, in your Kaz is but... the new sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have enough? I mean, I've 
Kes has like a couple, it's probably tens of thousands of I don't dollars. I think that would be enough. It wouldn't be enough, but it's a gesture that Kes. We're talking like tens of thousands of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big overhead. Like if you I mean, need any alcohol cash. stocked, I can stock it. You can't really spend more than two grand at once, though. Just oh, like I could run a donation, <laughs> a donation stream. A dono stream? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's in that's an interesting idea. Everybody like doing stunts to try to make to raise money. Yeah, we could do like a duo stream donation drive. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that would be crazy. <laughs> that's a really interesting idea for a session. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the donos stream <laughs> yeah one side is like six stunts and the other is just like crafts yeah <laughs> all of them has everybody. to be out because it sounds like we're talking about streaming for donos <laughs> well you could make like some ramps and we still have that wingsuit you and mm. tish gave tish also has an indestructible motorcycle how much would they need to donate in the stream to keep you out of the hospital? Keep me out of the <laughs> hospital? Yeah, you said you were dying. <laughs> I said, I, I asked you like my dream was dying. <laughs> want to keep my dream alive, not me. I think I'm going to be okay. Oh, okay. Eddie, I'm going to Google how to refund like donations on, uh, on, on GoFundMe. <laughs> Vicious. Oh, is his life's not on the line? All right, I'm out, baby. <laughs> Just immediately. Are these finances tight? They are tight. <laughs> Eddie rushes to quickly withdraw his commitment of $10. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's that's a good idea for a future session. Um, but I think we might be running this warehouse raid. <gasps> oh, yeah. Do, 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 do. Copyright. Uh, copyright. <laughs> you just have to make sure to be off key enough that you can um, justify that <laughs> it's not actually the song. Seriously, is this legal? Yeah. No, not to be sad. The episodes get taken. Fair use, down. probably. Fair use. Asterisk. Fair use. Fix it in post. This is just for us. Fix it in post. This is just for us. <laughs> Approaching a dock warehouse. Under cover of darkness. Noah wanted to use Eddie this session, is that right? That is correct. I think John would not want to put himself in danger. And he would figure out a, an adequate substitute. John's here in spirit. <laughs> yeah, he can still talk to us and react if he wants John to. John is like lying on his bed in his apartment, staring at the ceiling and hearing <laughs> all of this. Just getting a dramatic play-by-play. -play. This is like better than watching a movie, though, isn't it? No, it's For not. John? It's worse no. Than no. Is he sitting there like, should I call someone? Should I like do something? <laughs> someone gets seriously injured. Oh fuck. Also, you said this is on the dock, right? Yeah. We could approach by boat. At least some of us. That's what I was thinking. Oh. Who should approach by boat? Sneaky. I think Eddie and T Eddie. should be on the boat because. Water powers plus the sailboat, so wind powers. Mm. I could infiltrate via the ground because I have my sneaky, my sneaky disguise power. We got two people approaching by boat. If that's what they want to do. I think that's a brilliant suggestion. I don't think Eddie's ever touched the controls of a boat, so this is going to be fun. <laughs> well, Eddie doesn't need to control the boat normally. He can just use water magic. 
Yeah, but that requires getting an instrument out on the ocean. No, no, like that's that's way too risky. You want to have on that sax. Nothing boat. says stealth like playing a trumpet approaching. Yeah, I was imagining a standing bass. He's just like. <laughs> it's like you're the approaching. <laughs> also, even if you have you control the water really well, you still need to operate the boat, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> not, you're just like a minimum wage security guard, and you're sitting at your post, and you're just like maybe someone who canonically has had time on a boat. I'm thinking Marcus. that we can send the reins over to Teach. Eddie has faith in Teach. Yeah. Teach all you gotta good. do is blow the wind a certain way. Make yeah. sure the sails is like facing. It's a, a sailboat, way. and you have wind powers. Why did you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> is it a sailboat? I thought it was a motorboat this whole it, time. It's a sailboat that has yeah. an outboard why, motor. Why would I be on it if it didn't have a sail? It's a sailboat that has an outboard. <laughs> I do love the idea of Got it. Got it. <laughs> Eddie and T just standing on a motorboat together, thinking. What now? This made so much sense when we were making the plan. Like, Robert's gonna watch them sitting there not knowing what to do and just, like, get on and start the engine. Uh, or we're just, like, floating out there, dog, standing in the back of the boat, and it's just the three of them. Speaking of dog. <laughs> oh my god, I love the idea of dogs steering the boat. <laughs> Speaking of dog, when you guys see him, He's actually a bit taller, more upright than he used to be. Ooh. Ooh. Yes, that's right. Yeah. He's already like he's already like over six foot, right? He's already Dude, like seven. Like orthopedics. Looking Maybe at he's up. hitting a growth spurt. No, he's going to the Cairo every week. <laughs> I do want to remind everybody that it is it is canon that Eddie still thinks dog is a guy. Just, <laughs> just his own individual person. So I think oh that the first God. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Eddie's Eddie's gonna be like, Doug, you're looking great these days. Like, good, good on you. Good for your health. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see you again. It feels like it's been forever. Robert, as always, does not notice this. He's very busy with the engine, and Dog is resolutely staring forward. Yeah. Does Eddie think that we were calling Dog Dog as in D A W G? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. A major theme of season one. It's back. It's, it's so nice. Gotta have those callbacks. As just signs to Agave, wait. Has Dog been able to understand us this whole time? <laughs> Agave is going to sign back something about how Dog doesn't have any desires. So they don't want anything. So they're not, they're probably not really a person probably That's true how does agave feel about dog because i feel like agave would just sense a void just nothing well like how do you is. how do you feel about a chair does, does a chair <laughs> having a lack of emotions give you a existential crisis i mean it's more like a computer right just because he doesn't have feelings doesn't mean he can't understand us and process what we that's said. true well, that's isn't it true. even different from that it's like how do you how would you feel about a chair that has saved your life in the past <laughs> repeatedly it's a yeah. good chair but you know yeah yeah you would think highly of that chair you might have some emotional attachment to that chair it probably would comfort you to see it yeah but you, you probably wouldn't think of that chair as a person i don't but know you might. Like, yeah. humans do personify a lot of things that chair tried to hold a man in place while I drove a bike into him. 
and now it happens. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes chairs are used to chain people up in a dark basement. <laughs> All right. Good segue, everybody. Um, <laughs> so ground team and water team. I like yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So Just to clarify, team A and water team, team water. The water team is Tish, Robert, Dog is the helmsman, and Eddie in a boat. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I took out a piece of paper, folded a little sailor hat, and put it on top of Dog's head. Oh, perfect. Yes. <laughs> That's perfect. So cute. How big is the boat? Should we all go on the boat? Or is it too small for that? It's a skiff. It's like decent size. Like, Wait, how have you is good too, though. Everybody going for the water approach. I mean, I like the ground. I like the ground. I like ground. You want to do it's good? <laughs> for real, though, I, how heavy is dog? How much does he um, affect the buoyancy? He's made of he's clay. clay. In the water. I think that's how you lose a chair. <laughs> oh, that's true. If he's made of clay, like unbaked clay, it actually might be very yeah. bad for him to fall in the water, huh? Yeah, we don't want to submerge him. Okay. He is not in his submergible collectible edition yet. Uh, <laughs> coming to no stores near you, the dog action figures okay, will literally so if melt. If I the remember water. correctly, our primary goal is to deal with these drones, but we also want to go behind Valencia's back and trash this warehouse too, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, thanks for the clarification. <laughs> we certainly didn't talk about it. Is that something you want to talk about? Do so, we want to talk about that before going? Yes. Uh, uh, team briefing. So, to be clear, what was what was the briefing that you got, Tish? Uh, if you remember, uh, uh, smash drone. Smash drone. <laughs> <Be> sneak. <laughs> sneak smash drone. Okay. <laughs> Don't have the uh, warehouse become collateral damage. Don't have the warehouse become collateral damage. Because the warehouse belongs to name what you need. And no. No, the warehouse, no. I think, is the the families. The families. The drones are name what you need. And they're overstepping some privacy concerns. Ah. I see. That's right. Who wanted us to smash the warehouse? I don't remember that. <laughs> That I was a troll was that idea. blew up into a real thing. Like, oh. people were, like, trolling with that really hard, and then people actually thought it was real. <laughs> and it was absolutely hilarious. They completely got me. <laughs> completely. I was like, wait. You know, the funny thing is, well, I think you were the one who was trolling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The greatest uh, thing so when you believe. Uh, I, well, the only guy who could have got you got you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> If I don't got me, God got me. <laughs> I don't think Doroy could get you. Oh. Um, anyway. Oh, God. If anything, you've got God. <laughs> yeah. You put him in his that place. That was the sound of Noah dropping from the call. That was the sound of Noah. <laughs> <laughs> a quick leave in protest. Okay. We're still at the soup kitchen. We're doing a briefing about it. Lee, like, takes some salt shakers and puts them down next to the warehouse on the map and says, they've got drones patrolling like this, and then Lee's, like, circling them around. And those are our main targets. They seem pretty advanced. Are they the fourth edition that is, like, storm and landslide and explosion-proof? Wouldn't it be landslide-proof already just because it's flying? That was in the commercial. That's really dumb advertising. Well, it's like how you say your water is gluten-free. Who says that? <laughs> Name what you need, you apparently. You don't do much in marketing. Name what you need. Water. 
gluten-free edition. <laughs> now with zero there's like, calories. There's a, there's a gluten edition and a gluten-free <laughs> Water, Water now with more gluten. Gluten edition is like a uh, teriyaki like soda water. Oh. I just had this image of like a Seinfeld bit where he's like on scene, he's like, have you ever noticed how like you can't even get regular gluten water anymore? It's all super gluten water. <laughs> okay, so we lost a little bit of the recording here, but it's okay because we will fix it in post. And that's what this is. This is me fixing it in post. I don't want to be the first animal to use a product. <laughs> I mean, I love I love some pig's blood shampoo. It's really effective. It's getting right, dark. What I like to do is um, so oh, wait, no, we're we, still we, we mentioned we mentioned that we're gonna use the boat. Robert and I, well, Robert really has fixed up this skiff uh, from the Condes Community Center. Tish, Eddie, would you be interested in using that to get in from the side? Well, well, just from my living experience uh, on a coastal city, I can tell you that sailboats aren't exactly the most inconspicuous vehicle in the world even at night, especially when you're in a well-lit harbor, because you need to be in a well-lit harbor, otherwise you're going to crash your boat. Um, well, like, there's deliveries that happen all through the night in that warehouse, so... Via sailboat? That would be a trick. That would be a real trick. It has an output motor. It's pretty easy to control. Well, usually it's, like, bigger boats, smaller boats, a guy with a rowboat. Well, so here's your cover story. Submarine ones. They, you just need to stop off for gas because you're running out. Yeah. All we need is like a bed sheet anyway. We don't need a full sail. I got maximum wind, like infinite wind power. Okay, but like how how close can we get to the warehouse without people getting pissed? Mm. Maybe this is our strategy. Maybe we use the boat, charge in as loud as we can, make a distraction. The other three take out the drones. But I want to be sneaky. I mean, I don't think anybody at the warehouse is going to stop us from taking. Just exactly. I also think that our that Tish is our main drone taker outer. Is that yeah. wrong there? True. Oh yeah, I would also want would like to take a drone out, as in take it home, <laughs> if that is a possibility. If you they can probably have trackers, it's yours. Them, so just make sure to yeah, be probably probably take them to like a safe house or a secondary location of. I didn't know that that place was compromised. What if you put it in one of those, like, metal boxes? Like, uh, far away cages? Oh, yeah, the the things that keep the... That hurts so much. (laughs) (laughs) The things that keep the the 5G out. So bad. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, Valencia (laughs) has me put my phones in there sometimes. And then they go far away. Wow, that sounds magical. Ow. <laughs> Physically cringing. I don't think I've ever seen an individual in that much pain. <laughs> like just, just, oh my god. There was so much blood in my head. Yeah, you looked, like, you went really red in real life for a moment there, Will. It could be a good teaching moment, but I don't know if Lee's the kind of person to teach about uh, physics. In his apartment, John makes He's a, a mental note. Major. He has an associate's degree in business. <laughs> <laughs> Are these the ones with guns? They have some with guns, right? This is too agave. I think they have stuff with all sorts of attachments. But those are more like the military drones. I feel like if they sent these to spy and 
they're, they're not being subtle about it, especially. It's probably mm. some kind of, you know. Well, I, I guess, as they say, don't get spotted, don't get shot. I worry about the people you hang out with, Agave. All right, so we're going we're gonna to move in. Let's execute on this plan. Before we go, I'm going to transfer a story tag that I've been holding on to for a while over to Tish. It is Ooh. Wine of Madness. Use it when you're doing something crazy. Oh. Okay. That sounds like a sweet combo to me. You'd have to be crazy to do something like that. Here, have some Wine of Madness. Plus one to do something crazy. Wasn't there a scene where Tish was not given alcohol before because Tish is underage? <laughs> I no, think I was always alcohol given then. alcohol. <laughs> Despite that fact. There's a scene where you were concerned Tish was going to get ID'd at a bar. Ah. Mm -hmm. But then we just brushed that under the rug. We do not, at this podcast, encourage underage drinking. Please consume all substances responsibly. Unless you're also, doing as we crazy. said last time, all <laughs> alcoholic substances mentioned in this podcast are non-alcoholic. Even when explicitly stated to be alcoholic. Yeah. yeah, that's right. In this world, people call caffeine alcohol, so it's all just caffeine. <laughs> the acceptable drug. <laughs> all right. We'll replace it with a more socially acceptable addiction. <laughs> I'm a little confused. Why does it matter if the drones see us if we're going to destroy the drones anyway? So they don't start shooting at us, Noah. But the, uh, uh, and Hopefully we know they're just weaponized. the civilian grade ones and they don't have like the ground to air missiles. Or air-to-ground missiles? Those ones. <laughs> I guess I'm confused on what kind of drone we're talking about. Is it like a quadcopter? Or is it like war crimes kind of stuff? Pictures like... are of quadcopters, yes. But it's okay. going to be war crime. Like, let's be honest. It's going to be war crimes kind of stuff. We're like going to war crime these drones. Hopefully. It's going to be us. We're going to do that to them. Prepare for the worst. Hope for the best. Hear me out. Name what you need can probably build more drones, right? So why don't we under the pretense of making it look like we're destroying these drones, let one slip by. We track that back to where they're being built and being received. Uh, maybe Tish can follow it. We go there and solve the problem for real. It's also about sending a message, but I think that's a good idea. That's not the job, though. That would be a really big message. Do we have the ability to take down a factory? I mean, I could always collapse a building. <laughs> It just, like, stares off in a distance for a couple seconds. <laughs> so it's dark. Uh, we're on a sailboat with an outboard motor. We're talking, like, a vessel, I'm thinking, what, 60 feet from Proud Astern? Wait, 60 feet's a big one. Well, that's way bigger than I thought. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, are we talking, like, a sunfish? Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking 25 feet, Prime 25 feet, okay. That's just a really important detail to hash out. Yes. Okay. Yeah, very important. Is there room in the... I assume that there's, like, kind of a uh, a cabin? Or... <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, there is. Can we fit all of the people in the boat in that? Probably not dog, but everybody else. Okay. But dog's going to appear like a dog to most people. Okay, so what if we just have Tish blow us <laughs> next to the dock, and then we use the sails as kind of like a cover? That phrasing is maybe not how you want to put it. Oh. Uh, sorry. <laughs> God damn Y'all need to get your head out of your asses, please. 
that's, that's on you guys. No, no, I'm not. I'm not taking credit for that. Along with Way saying Critical Role is better. Fuck y'all. I was laughing because I was picturing because Doc's driving the boat, right? Oh, so you're just like a warehouse guard. <laughs> It's just this dog in an adorable little sailor outfit steering a boat. Yeah, I was gonna change the game by writing words in the boat, but I changed my mind. I'm changing the game by having dog drive the boat. (laughs) Dude, it's airbag rules all over again. The cuter you can make dog, the more distracting he'll be. I do actually have better tags for using true names, but this is funnier. I wish this game had an equivalent of inspiration because I feel like Marcus should get inspiration for that. The equivalent is that everyone loves it and gives him like the real world like reinforcement of like social. Yeah, that was great. You're doing a good job. (laughs) Yeah, I want to like reward you for doing something suboptimal for flavor. Maybe claymation animator gets an attention. That's what they see. You have to make oh. it the episode art now, way. <laughs> Wait, how does Dog's mindless resolution make him cuter and more distracting? It's making him more head empty looking. <laughs> that is feeling things about that dog. He he does look head empty. <laughs> All right, go ahead and make a roll. Wait, that with... worked? That reasoning worked? <laughs> I'm, look, I'm fine. <laughs> Starting off strong seven. with a seven. Perfect right. roll. Okay, that's going to be a plus two to the person who makes the final roll. Would you like to do that now, or would you like to change the game further? We've already altered the game. Pray that we alter it further. Yeah, I think I'm just going to put two juice on a story tag that helps us sneak around. I'm assuming Tish is doing this, so I'm going to give Tish the status. Cute dog. Uh, would Eddie like to help? I'm trying to think of how Eddie can. Perhaps Eddie can draw attention away from the boat. Yeah, how would he do that? You know when you're in a public area and you're just kind of like passively people watching? You're you, Maybe you're sitting on a bench or you're at a table at a restaurant waiting for your food. And then you notice somebody who up until that point has been behaving completely normally just start doing something that you find particularly weird no i'm gonna try and appeal to the drone operators in that fashion you're gonna try to appeal to the drone operators by (laughs) doing something especially weird well like looking very normal up until a certain point and then start exhibiting very odd behavior (laughs) What? why wouldn't that draw their attention towards you more i want to be the lightning rod I want to get away from the boat, and I want everybody who's in the boat to be able to, like, do their business without a care, right? How do you walk on water like Jesus? (laughs) Is that been your mythos this whole time, Noah? Okay, there's a crescent moon overhead. You have a motorized sailboat cutting through the dark water as the form of the warehouse starts to take form over the coastline. Looking far in the distance, you glimpse, like, a black dot and then another one on the other side and they sort of start approaching this warehouse um, and circling off to your right the dock where most of the boats land which is all very well lit and there's workers you know working 24 7 essentially the bright purple containers of nwyn uh very visible 
and your plan is to start behaving really weirdly to distract the drone operators. I feel like that would focus their attention on the boat because you're still in the boat. Well, wait, what if I like, what if Robert found like a chunk of metal and you made like a surfboard and used Finale to surf around? No, 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 no. The the tag on Finale is inexpressibly valuable. I don't think that Eddie would do anything that involves Finale getting anywhere near an irretrievable ocean depth. Okay. Okay. I need to. I think Tish maybe changes the game to help Eddie as after you get you land as fast as possible, and then Eddie like runs around doing a little jig. That makes sense to me. Is this how Eddie dies? I'm Is trying this... to go fast. <laughs> Eddie's just going to get out of, out of the boat and then just maybe walk up to... Uh, Does are, Eddie are the, the crazy juice? The warehouse is surprisingly derelict. It looks like Valencia has pulled all the people in preparation for this. I feel like I'd be good making this sneaky roll because I just added a subversion theme. Ooh! Ooh. <laughs> you also have that French horn. Yes. You yes. uh, like, make funny noises, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just about that. Could I proffer a suggestion? By all means, please. Are you familiar with how noise-canceling headphones work? They play a noise at an opposite frequency. So what if you did that for boat noises? I mean, I just have a tag that can eliminate sound altogether, so I was going to use that. Sounds <laughs> yeah, like it's Tish all the way. all the way down. Yeah. Wow, so this whole time you were trying to figure out how to help teach when Tish needed no help at all. Anyway. <laughs> Eddie's just sitting there like, how can I help? How can I help? And you're already there. <laughs> I think I'm going to add the tag obscuring air. Oh, like a like a fog or like a vapor a fog, or yeah. like a like a dense. It was that uh, or like cloud. Um, yeah, uh, like a ground as light as air. But I yeah. I like I like the cloud thing better. Like a steam, you know, like or, or a smoke, thicker steam, but like water, you know. What comes out of like a smoke machine, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's all like wispy and curly. Yeah, and that's like sort of like hovering on or around the surface of of the. Yeah. Where the boat is? The yeah. city, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a, it's like a city of smoke of machines. Fish. Oh, okay. <laughs> In case Dude, anyone missed so it. Much dry ice uh, to the <laughs> We're doing a bit. <laughs> we're playing Dungeons and Dragons, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, wait, didn't even add the bonus. What the uh, you also did not add the drones surveillance 3. Oh, yeah status because i didn't mention it so that's a nine because it also has the plus two from the dog yeah that's right so let me also get the plus two from the dog i like this one because it's perceived only by a secondary mm -hmm. sense what would the secondary sense of a drone be I feel like drones <laughs> have secondary yeah, kind of well, maybe they have a, a microphone on them as well or they could have, like, really cheap radar that knows something's coming from the general direction of the sea. <laughs> or, like, yeah. there's, there's, I was going to say movement sensors, but they're, like, incredibly inaccurate. This yeah. skiff cutting through the water, Tish, sort of. Actually, what does this look like? I feel like now that I'm taking it more seriously, there's, like, a little more concentration than just, like, the, like, torpedo style using the bag. <laughs> so before, you were, like, waving your hands around wildly and just, like, <laughs> ripping the bag open. And now you're kind of like 
moving your hands in more calculated gestures, manipulating the air, feeling the flow of the currents as an obscuring fog starts to drift in over the landscape. You all land off in the distance, a little light on one of the drones that just starts blinking. So I'm going to give this drone a status called Blinking Light. One. Water team has made landfall quite successfully, I would say. And let's move to land team now. What are your plans for getting in? Uh, well, as everyone knows, I'm not very stealthy, uh, but like I could help. We could use our like crime related tags, like our biometrics, and build into the security system. Well, the two of you would be, I mean, I mean, we can just like walk in. Agave could just walk in, right? That's true. I, I guess I don't yeah. want to disguise myself though, because I don't want to be seen here. I think the main issue, like the main reason that we that we would be sneaking, is that I don't want to be seen doing this, like me. <laughs> oh yeah, you really <laughs> that's, if, that's if, name what you need. It. It's footage of you just wrecking yeah. their drones. <laughs> yeah, could be bad for me. Hanging out with Kaz so and this is just a solo role for Lee to try to sneak, um, but uh, you two can help him. So I think. If that's the case, I'm probably going to try and help by being, like, the center of attention. Very Perfect. unusual for my character, I know. Mm. Okay, invoke You know, you powers. should really play to your character's strengths, Nick. I, I know I shouldn't be giving you notes <laughs> mid-session, but, like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down somewhere. Yeah. I love the idea of, like, Lee conducting this extensive, incredibly architecturally sound sapping operation moving underneath the Earth to get inside range of these drones. And then above ground, Agave is just like t doing poses right <laughs> over the tunnel. We mentioned yeah. uh, a, a bizarre thing earlier. So that's famous for poses. So something like Oh that, my probably. God. This lighting is like terrible. So I'm just gonna light myself up with glow sticks so they can see me better. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Twirling. Are they like floating? Do you, are you holding them? They're just floating, as as they do. Just like a disco stick of glow sticks twirling around you. Agave's wearing a really flashy tube top and, yeah. like, skinny jeans. When sleepers look at them, the glow sticks just look like the moonlight is hitting them absolutely perfectly. <laughs> Make a change the game roll. That is a eight. It's a tier three status on Lee. Off center of attention. It's hard to shine next to the sun. Mm. <laughs> this is gonna last for one roll. We don't have to pour all of our juices into like the perfect name for this status. I think it's a good thing though. I don't know. Yeah, I actually, I actually do like that though. What I have is my sneak around tag, which is slough off the cicada's golden shell. Maybe crowd pleaser here, but it's more of a convince roll thing, so I don't think that that applies in this case. Yeah, I'm also gonna apply institutional inertia because uh, name what you need is a map. Yeah. Twelve. Well, incredible. <laughs> that was with a plus zero, by the way. Yeah, Agave and it paid off perfectly. Agave just strolling in effortlessly. Behind them is Lee's disguise. What does your disguise look like? So, like really, really quickly, like without even any preamble, Lee just like flicks his fingers uh, straight up into the air and. Uh, Earth and dust just flips around him, and he looks like 
um, this slightly taller, thin uh, woman with like a shock of blonde hair swept to the side, workman's vest, Carhartt, pants, and, and boots. I'm going to give you the story tag blonde woman disguise. If that ever gets destroyed, you might be in some trouble because your <laughs> true form will be revealed for all the world to see. Got it. I thought for certain that you were going to say, I'm going to look like those cicadas that have just emerged from the ground after they're standing <laughs> here. The golden ones. The, the golden ones specifically. Yeah, golden You're dressed up as a man-sized cicada. <laughs> Solid gold man-sized cicada. Yeah. yeah, they'll never know who I am. It's a fursuit, but it's a cicada. For real, though. No, they never would know. I like the idea of like a drone operator sitting in the office, and then he sees Agave and is so intrigued that he fails to notice the man-sized golden cicada right behind Agave. He's like, damn, that Agave stops top, and does a hair flip, sweat flowing off into the darkness. Kaz is also visibly distracted, loses track of Lee completely. Meanwhile, Kaz just is just there, walking. So you've all made it. The drones are quite high up. They've been well advertised to be all terrain drones all terrain drones can they go under water <laughs> all terrain quadcopters this is like hurricane level drone tech hurricane it's advanced tech guys tech. or so name what you need says <laughs> uh, oh yeah that's true uh, we're really we putting believe the hype or is it actually made of cheap plastic they did advertise indestructible speakers, which we made pretty short work of. And of, uh, sorry, uh, that somebody made pretty short work of in uh, alternate universe. Yeah, to be fair, that person was like the avatar of destruction itself. Struggled with this hard before that, right? <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. we didn't roll well. So are there three drones. Yep, there's three drones. They're all flying high above, circling around. Tish is the leader for this mission. I think I just want to get in there and try to knock one down by, like, removing the air <laughs> around it. Classic. Classic. So how are you going to get up? Because wasn't that something you mentioned? You can glide around, but you can't, like, fly? Yeah. So I think what you need to do to get height is mm -hmm. to climb the building. I like that. You guys, um, just follow me. <laughs> All right, bye. And I go climb. She says, follow her, and then immediately begins, begins scaling a building. <laughs> that sounds like something Tish would do. Tish does the uh, wall glitch. <laughs> I it's like very that. simple. You just need a double jump. Just, just double jump. <laughs> You just literally can double jump. You actually have to warp to um, the horse minigame, and then you have to get a glitch to get a constant moon jump going. That's that's actually the only way to do it. Oh, yeah. You need to make sure that you leap for Cappy, and then you, like, you do that. <laughs> Can Eddie try to make this easier by lowering the drones? Uh, sure. How would you like to do that? Crack out finale and try and stall the motors in the blades that sounds like a good plan for those listening at home that was a four great Ooh, f 
as mm-hmm. Tish reaches into her side pouch to get that ever-present climbing chalk, dusting her hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, what song are you playing, Eddie? The staccato and almost a rhythmic beat of just like monotone, syncopated notes. Kind of like you would expect of an engine that's just sputtering. Like, right. like it, it doesn't sound like anything, really. It's almost percussive. The way you're yeah, using exactly. your saxophone is... Very experimental. Very bad. As the drones sort of start to weave in the sky, you can see the light on them is flashing a little bit faster. Hmm. I have a flashback. I'm just going to make a net that dog can throw at the drones to catch them. (laughs) Seems easy. Uh, And this is just going to be a flashback to me doing that. Metalworking tools. Making a metal net? Out of, like, steel wires so it can be folded up really small and fit in the fanny pack. A steel wire net um, with a name written on it. Names for like flight and to make it fly true as he throws it. Okay, this sounds like you're trying to attack the drone directly. So this would probably be go toe to toe. This is a change the game and then the go toe to toe will be throwing it. Okay, to make a steel net story tag. Or just give him a butterfly net and have him do this. Are you just Where do you find these, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> Since it's a net, could I use systematically meta-referential to make it more like it already is to try to give it, like, preternatural entrapping abilities? <laughs> I would say you could do that after you make it. Okay. Perfect. Steel net. And then dog throwing it will be at the actual action. Yeah. Do I try to climb up first? Ew. That was a five Hi. for the people watching at Family home. You know, careless and overconfident, the weakness used very mm-hmm. accurate. as eddie is like playing these staccato notes dog reaches into the fanny pack and starts pulling out this gleaming silver net made of steel wire tish has got like some earbuds in claps her hands with the chalk dust and just effortlessly like swings all the way up to the roof with one hand but then coming in from the coastline rolling in with the fog are storm clouds approaching rapidly and then you hear the sound of drum beats a crack of thunder and the storm clouds above suddenly unleash a torrential downpour oh boy it was foreshadowed foreshadowing is a narrative device that establishes tension Or when there's four people and one light. Swinging up with one hand, executing like a 360 flip as you land on the roof. You look up, the clouds part, and you see a distant figure wearing a glossy white windbreaker on the crowds. He looks similar to you, especially in age, except his hair is dyed neon yellow and gelled straight up in a two-foot spike over <laughs> his head. He's got nine drums orbiting around him and a hammer in each hand. And he says, I am Beru, Lord of the Storm! Remember <laughs> me, Tish? Remember? It's Benny Russo from high school. You may call me Beru-sama, and you, Letitia Jones, are my nemesisu. That means nemesis in Japanese, and you're going down. He raises both hands and smashes the drum in front of him. Everybody in the scene takes Thunder Blast 2. You can face danger. Holy shit. Okay. 
Oh well, yeah, I have a I have a little image too. Check this guy out. Yes, give me the image. This is just a great episode so far. Uh, <laughs> so what exactly is Thunder Blast? Is this like sound shockwave damage? Yeah, this is sonic this like... damage that just shatters your eardrums. Can I envelop myself in warm and beautiful earth? <laughs> I don't know that you would have time to envelop yourself in warm and beautiful earth because what, all you hear was this guy like make a pronouncement and then he just smashes down on the drums. So I don't think you... Well, I guess... Wait, you do have future sight. Yeah. <laughs> that is my actually, face danger ability. Is like, I saw that. Know that was coming. Mine's going to be the classic. Dog is going to get down Mr. President me. <laughs> <laughs> How does that protect you against a sonic attack, though? He just, like, stands in the way of it. You can't stand in the way of a sound. That doesn't... Sure you can. He's like, damping it. dog is thick as hell. He can block a shockwave. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a sound. Like, it doesn't matter how thick somebody is if they're holding me. It, it, no, no, it's still no, going to no, no, shatter no, no, my no, eardrums. Wait, you're getting the wrong kind of thick. It's it's he, His cheeks are clapping, and that's creating an anti... <laughs> negating the sound, as, as Nick explained to me earlier. Title for this episode, Dogs Clap cheeks <laughs> and then it's I a picture of him in a sailor uniform <laughs> okay so for tish i'm giving you a minus three from his <laughs> nemesisu status so that's a seven which means you take the status with a minus one reduce so give yourself the status thunder blast one as soon as Eddie sees this guy, he's reminded of everything that ev any one of his elders has ever said to him about not listening to people who aren't worth your time. So he just gently takes some earplugs out from his pockets from uh, on the job and puts them into his ears. <laughs> just like as Tish is like manipulating the environment and like the oral air swirling around her, Eddie just very calmly takes in two earplugs and puts them into his ears. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you will take a minus one penalty from his magic hammers. Okay. Um, but uh, you can roll with a, just give yourself a minus one. All right, you take a thunder blast two status. Damn. Go ahead and give yourself that status as, yeah, this is a magic energy blast. You really thought some, like, I, I imagine these are like the old crusty earplugs you've been using for like a decade. <laughs> No, he's a musician. Of course he replaces his ear. Jesus Christ, man. Like, you think Eddie doesn't appreciate his craft? God damn you. No, no, I think it's just that he uh, he wasn't fast enough. Do musicians need to wear earplugs often? I mean, frequently, I, I would, like when I was in uh, jazz band, I would put in earplugs to like help hear myself tune. Uh, but Got it. I was just saying that because Eddie is very tight on cash. Yeah. Your plugs cost a matter of cents. Where you get them well, you for free in wood shops. Yeah. They're, they're free most really places. tight on cash. Well, yeah, but he's also a blue collar worker who constantly does things for other people, and I think that the community center would have a wood shop. So he just walks through. They're in these like dispensers. He like reaches a hand in and just pulls out a handful to stock up. I think the only thing I got is uh, Deus Ex Machina, potentially. <laughs> Just pray. <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll with Deus Ex Machina with a minus one, because he's got the magic hammers. Get down, Mr. President was my only idea, so I guess I take it. Yeah, I don't think that helps. I don't think being tackled by somebody helps protect you against a sound wave. Okay. 
wait, you could do my strategy, take some of the clay out of uh, off a dog, put it into your ears, you know, that sort of thing. Anyone else on TM earplug? Carry your face into a dog, you know. <laughs> just Robert just face plants into dog's back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what, if, what, what if he just like takes his big giant mitten hands and covers both of my ears? Uh, I love the idea of dog just giving a very gentle embrace around Robert. Like they're there, you don't have to listen to this. <laughs> I don't think any tags help with that. Like, I don't think the inhuman strength would help. Uh, I don't think <laughs> not, not unless you want a repeat of the Maybe. Game of Thrones scene. Oh, Maybe God. hold them down. <laughs> Maybe hold them down, meaning like hold uh, your earplugs down. I guess okay. that's meant oh to be God. for like the rest stretch. of the people, though. Gave takes a thunder blast one. As uh, what is the environmental randomness that just happens to help you? Come back to me. I think for me, I just get absolutely blasted. I get like blasted into dog's chest when it catches <laughs> me and just puts me back on my feet. All right, so you're taking the status? Yeah. All right. I respect that. I respect that a great deal. Lee has relaxed while the enemy exhausts themselves, replaced the beams with rotting timber, and beat the grass to startle the snake. What problem can you not solve with earthbending? Plenty of them. Probably not going to be able to take out these drones. Ground beats lightning. <laughs> All right. Ooh, that's a snake. That's snake eye. We are rolling like yeah, shit. Double sixes, and then my next roll was snake eye. <laughs> I, balance, I, think, I think I got it with that. So, like, Lee starts making this shelter, and then, like, the uh, wind and rain just picks up. Into it. No, no, the wind and rain picks up, and Lee gets pulled out of the shelter by the wind, and Agave <laughs> gets pushed in. <laughs> Lee is like moving his hands. The just earth is coming around. <laughs> it's a Lee-shaped hole that Agave is residing in. <laughs> Kaz is the last one. Wolves in sheep's clothing. This is the most unintimidating. Like as a person, just just like deeply Letitia, pathetic. Letitia, no, you I don't are think my man, Shisu. <laughs> Yeah, so he's a sheep in wolf's clothing, right? No, because he's I, like... <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what that is. No, that's That is a great. sheep in wolf's clothing. He's a serious threat. He can kill... He, he's got, like, lightning powers. He's, he has an immense amount of power. He's just I, I, insufferable about it. I'll be honest with you. I did just take a Thunderblast 2 status, and I still don't think that this guy's a threat. <laughs> <laughs> You know, between magic oh, hammers, he's looking a lot like Thor. Yeah, but can yeah, someone that lame really be a threat? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I'm just Marcus says having taken the full. You guys should look the up the Fujin mythology sometime. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's Thor. Obviously, <laughs> this also definitely isn't your nemesis from your theme replacement. It's it's just Thor. <laughs> it's, he, he's just, from the Valhalla yeah. boys. Obviously, he's, he's, he might just appear in the next scene because he clearly has Weeb six status, and uh, it, it it could be lethal. I also got a five. Once you reach Weeb level five, it just switches over to Chinubio. <laughs> That's true. What is happening here? The regeneration is is failing you. Just the sheer cringe that goes through my body <laughs> distracts me. Like... Take the status cringe too. <laughs> Wait, I don't even. As an actual certified badass, seeing a wannabe certified badass. <laughs> no, I think I want to take the status. 
Ew. You want to take the thunder blast? I think that makes more sense. But I was like, just don't saying you just that always the regenerate though. No, I mean there's limits. There has been like an actual scene of your eardrums regenerating specifically. I can't work yeah. every time. Yeah, uh, well, I'm it, saying it's it was the cringe no. that's interfer interfering with my ability to regenerate. <laughs> okay, Tish is on the roof. Let's continue with Tish's move. Mm -hmm. Tish yeah. is in position. You can now go for a drone hit. Uh, since you're in position, it's going to be a hit with all you've got. Or well, maybe I wanna, you I had to, to change your priorities. First. Were the drones yeah, hit say, by the shockwave at all? Benny? Huh? <laughs> Sorry, I'll, it'll be a bit. I was just checking if the drones were hit by the shockwave at all, or are they just fine? Oh, yeah. No, the drones are fine. The drones are all oh, terrain yeah, they're vehicles. Hurricane crew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that, that makes sense now. All right, who the, who the fuck are you, bro? What's your problem? I told you, I'm Benny Russo. Remember from history class? I don't remember you at all, man. He points his hammer. Wait. Well, you will now! Are you the guy who got to class early so you could have the window seat in the back every day? No, no, that wasn't me. That was someone else, I think. <laughs> Are we going to have to fight this wasn't guy with emotional else? damage? That was that was Benny Russo. I am Beru-sama, Lord of the Storm! Oh, God. I know we just went through this whole arc about how, like, killing is bad, but... No, no, <laughs> no. No, we can't, we can't, we can't let this man's life end now. It'd be too sad. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's too hard for. Again, emotional damage. That's how, <laughs> that's how we defeat him. <laughs> Alright, so I, I want to roll to try to knock down a drone, though, first. So... Oh, okay. So you're not, you're going to ignore this guy. As he's pointing his hammer at you. <laughs> he's pointing his hammer right at you. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's see what he's got. Let's see. Let's see what this guy can do. <laughs> Alright, I would just want to throw a tornado straight at him. Yep. This is gonna be a go toe to toe. Okay. You continue to take this Nemeshisu minus three. Brutal. Okay, so you open your bag, ready to launch a hurricane at this guy, and he's going to be a little bit faster. He's going to be a little bit quicker on the draw. Points his hammer at you, and a lightning bolt comes from the clouds. You take lightning struck four. Oh, what? Just blast your full body head to toe. It says, that's right, it's me. Beru-sama! You're about to take me seriously now, right? You all watch as a bolt of lightning descends from the heavens and strikes Tish right above the scalp, and she starts vibrating with electrical energy. Doesn't even get to face danger, just... Yeah. Coincidentally, Eddie's Walkman starts playing Thunderstruck. You put it on shuffle, and yet it somehow always plays the perfect song. Actually, Walkman don't have a shuffle feature, do they? Yeah. No. It, it's it, always going in order from the beginning of the cassette to the end, but it's yeah. still somehow always on the perfect song. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. true. I think I want to talk to this guy because clearly he's not exactly home upstairs uh, fully. I'm invoking torrential downpour because it's going to be hard to hear him over the storm. Ooh. Uh, then I'll actually. I, I forgot about the storm. I think I can trigger this then. Manipulate the flow? How does manipulating the flow help? Uh, it has to deal with water manipulation. 
but how does manipulating the water help? Because like the, what's really stopping I you feel from like communicating? If I were in God of Storms and someone were to suddenly stop the storm or at least keep the raindrops suspended in the air, that would at least grab my attention. Oh yeah, that's fair. That's good. Yeah, I, I think I just want to get this guy into a place where I can have a conversation with him and talk about his life choices and why he's the way he is. Um, You're on the ground listening to a Walkman, and he is like flying on a cloud. So I don't think right. I don't think it matters how loud you are. So you might you might need a move to get up there to like get in position. Maybe someone else could help you with that, and then you could start talking to him. Well, how about waving him down first? Maybe. He's completely focused on Teach right now. And there's no way to tear his attention away? How high up is he? He's close enough that we can hear him. And see yeah, him and have it be dramatic. That's true. I feel like after all I about the drama. by lightning, I want to turn back to the crew and be like, you guys get the drones. This guy's mine. Ooh. Okay. Can I just karmic reverb real quick? He gave me a physical tier two status. I want to... Grim Reprisal, Karmic Reverb. And the thing I wanted to talk to you about Tagsway is kind of the point of Karmic Reverb is it's something that unless somebody has a way to defend against essentially like supernatural psychic damage, I think it would be a hit with all you've got roll. It's just that I have to be hurt to make that roll, but okay. that's up to you if that's how that works. That's um, and the funny sorry. thing about this theme is it has two pretty significant weaknesses, good intentions and runs on spite. But in this, he both has bad intentions, and I'm extremely spiteful towards him. So this is like a reverberating thunder blast? Depends what I roll. Because I don't think that it would necessarily seem like a reverberating thunder blast. It would just be like a thunder blast in his own head. Because this guy has an ability called Lord of the Storms. He's immune to uh, lightning and thunder damage. But it's, it's like a mental attack. It's not real. But yeah, I guess this would be like a psychic fear. I think it's meant to be more like the damage that's actually done. It's not like I'm hitting him back with thunder damage. I'm just damaging his soft tissues in the same way that mine were damaged. Okay. I take cover or secure a superior position, which is just, I guess, Kaz ducking away and going towards the drones and leaving Tish because Tish said that that guy was hers. I could also choose hold the target's attention to make him stop damaging T. She was already incredibly hurt, but she said she's got this. So plus one tier it is. We gotta trust in the T. Okay, I guess as the thunder blast smacks into your eardrums, he like blasts T. with a thunderbolt and then like cringes as in a mirror of what you were doing just moments prior and then turns around to face you three. The three of us on the ground. Mm -hmm. So he does know where it came from then. Which is a good thing. Like he, His vendetta is with Tish, and he just attacked like several more people. Mistake. What we have here is Eddie's ready to talk to this guy, but Eddie needs to get up there first. Well, I'm thinking of a new thing because Tish said, hold off, he's mine. So I'm concerned about destroying these drones. And what I was thinking is I was going to try and move the drones in the path of the lightning. Ooh, that sounds cool. And use them almost simultaneously as a shield and also try and make him take them out for us. What do you think about these tags? I really want to trigger this one under odd jobs. 
Yeah. What are you playing this time? Uh, like a series of notes that shouldn't be possible to play on a soprano saxophone. Like like low enough to be Barry notes. Uh, Barry saxophone. Just it's like, like a didgeridoo. <laughs> like almost. Uh, of, of just swirling low tones. Almost the sound of something big accelerating. All right, I'm going to give them the tag. Just give yourself a minus one on this because they have a high tech story tag. Can I roll good once? It was a nine. So nine on a go toe to toe, choose one. So you can either have one of them get struck by lightning, but if you do that, the other two have a reaction or you can prevent them from having a reaction. No, I'm going to I'm going to have one of them get struck by lightning. All right. And since you invoked your weakness, the OG Very Scary Crew is going to show up. They're going to be like, Woo, it's Benny Russo! Yeah, Benny Russo! Okay, so we lost a little bit more of the recording here, but it's fine, because I got to fix it in post. Eventually, never Eddie enter. didn't bring us. Fuck Eddie, we don't give a shit about Eddie. We're here for Benny Russo! <laughs> Benny Russo is totally awesome! He's pretty good on the drums. A gaggle of teenagers coming out. Oh, God. They're here. This is the darkest timeline, by the way. So, 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 and the good news. From Name What You Need's perspective, this isn't even Valencia sending a message. This is a fucking mess that happened to occur at this factory. Yeah. OGVC is like, wait, Eddie, what are you doing here? You're fucking what? shite. You're like... <laughs> We pretty much we disguised Valencia's involvement just by acting like such conspicuous assholes. Everywhere Agave goes just turns into a rave eventually. Yeah. OG VSC has appeared on the scene. Oh uh, yeah. Dog is going to try to throw a net at that drone too. Before you do so, because Eddie did not counter. Uh, the blinking light is going to resolve here. So let's see. By the way, guys, if I die to fucking Benny Russo, <laughs> I'm, this is going to be my last episode. My name is Ben Summer, Lord of the Storm. Yeah, 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 buddy. Look, look, I, I, your friends are here. Why don't you talk with them? They're great. They're happy to see you. You can talk about your favorite anime or something. Oh, my God. I just figured out what Eddie's picture is. Supposed to be a toolbox. <laughs> I think it was like a weird cathedral thing. I never looked at it up close. It looked like red pipe organs. Did you think there was like some like meta plot going on with that and the church speakeasy and? No, because it looked like pipe organs, like the pipes. Mm. Approaching from the side of the drones. Wait, wait, wait. So hold on. Oh, One of the God. drones did get destroyed, though. There are only two left, right? Well, this one took a status called Lightning Struck 2. Oh, uh, shit. That didn't destroy it, These are lightning-resistant quadcopters. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Fucking awesome. How the battery didn't go up in flames, I don't understand, but it's somehow alive. <laughs> it was a glancing blow. I don't know. I feel like electronics could get struck by lightning and still survive that. Seems reasonable to me. Not lithium batteries. Lithium batteries definitely couldn't. Name what you need makes quality products. It's impressive. Marcus pulling out the facts. <laughs> they got some fancy, like, uh, faraway cage shielding. 
Yeah. There you go. There you go. You leaned into it. That's how you counter it. You lean into it. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway. We call it comedy. We call it completing the circle. The black helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. Approaching. Uh, this black helicopter, it is a featureless military grade vehicle. Wait, you just approaching from the side you? of the uh, from the drones. We already Wait, have so many things what? to deal with, way. Fuck, bro. This is the Tish storyline, hence, it gets more attention than everybody else. <laughs> you just gave her a tier four status, way. Now you're pulling out a helicopter. Yeah. Yep. We escalated from. Drones to superhero to attack helicopter. <laughs> Dude, this is. Uh, I. Oh, man. We're going to die. Eddie's going to die. <laughs> no, stop being so negative. Tish Come might on. die. That's that's the worst case scenario here. Tish isn't going to die. going to die. No way. Tish is too cool to die. <laughs> this is true. Tish is cooler than an attack helicopter. She's way cooler than yellow hair guy. <laughs> Oh, I mean, it's a like Yeah, yellow hair guy, whatever that guy's name is, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking Goku. Insignificant okay. character. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, John is a more impactful character. Oh, by oh, far. God. Dude, could John use his tags to try to influence the narrative? I don't think... allow it. <laughs> he can only do it when he's in the scene. All right. I'm going <laughs> to disallow it. Just make Noah constantly juggle the characters. For a moment there, John briefly felt power beyond his imagining. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm playing Eddie. You don't get to edit the narrative now. Now, Way, your job is to figure out how you can incorporate pipes into this scene. That's what you gotta do. So that I'm looking forward to these drones crashing into the ground and just leaving a brown stain on the cement. <laughs> yeah. I think that's actually your job, Noah. Can't you just say there are pipes? No! Because it has a hard-to-reach status. <laughs> Maybe someone can set you up. Someone needs to set up Eddie to, like, unearth some pipes. That unlocks unearth a quarter of his character. Well, like, if the pipes explode out of the ground, is that a good thing? Yeah. I mean, we were specifically told to avoid property. Well, I could do that. I could totally yeah. make that happen for you, Eddie. But I was actually thinking that I wanted to help out Tish. Please do. Tish yeah. seems like she's in pain. Um... And that is a big concern. By the way, next time it rolls back. I'm just trying to make it so that it's harder for him to hit you. I'm trying to protect you. That's good. That's good. I'm not trying to hit him. I'm trying to, trying to protect you. So I think if you roll really well on a change the game roll, you can set up a status filter, which means every status somebody would take gets reduced by a certain amount. Mm. I would like to do that. You tell me if that works with this. What I would like to do is take like the streetlights and like power lines and things like that in this area and i would like to move them around in like a sort of like a cage around um around oh i forget his name it doesn't matter uh, around the <laughs> yellow hair guy um, and i want them to be like lightning rods so i want them to draw the lightning away from teach i love so, that that's great could i give a help point to lee because i explained the far away cage to, uh, <laughs> Where did Gave learn about faraway cages? From Valencia. It was said in character. Valen yeah. Valencia has Agave put their phone in the faraway cage, and then it goes away. Mm -hmm. That's right. I'm going to beat the grass to circle the snake for sure. That's like moving the terrain around, right? Making it more favorable to me. Mm -hmm. 
Is it also earthbending, technically, because I'm moving them around, or is it simply no, just rearranging? I would rearranging? say you're moving metal. I would say you're yeah. not moving the earth. Metal bending. That could be <laughs> an get metal bending, man. You know what I actually like in this scenario is resource efficiency. That's because right. Because when you're at a deficit and something unexpected, using every possible resource to your advantage. Mm -hmm. I also like that. What do we got? Eight. Eight. An eight. I get one juice. Because you got a minus two from the thunder blast reeling as you're sort of moving these uh, lightning rods around. Don't we have a crew power where we can share juice with each other or something like that? Oh, we have tight Once like that. session when one of you uses juice points to help or interfere with another crew member's move, you gain one more point of juice to do so. Ooh. You get another point of juice, which means Lee's yeah. direction will reduce the next lightning damage by two. You could also burn one of his tags. Oh, well, he has some magic hammers. You could burn his hammers. How would I do that with the with the faraway cage, though? <laughs> well, like it, it works, and like it blocks his lightning, and that's what burns it. Yeah, he he like starts pointing his hammer at you, and then the lightning just gets redirected to the cage every time. Nice, <laughs> I like that. Let's burn it. Let's burn it. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. It sounds cool. We're doing that. All right. So as he turns around to face your crew, Lee suddenly starts pulling the metal and he like points his hammer towards Lee because he sees Lee's doing something. And then the lightning just like curves at a 70 degree angle to this lightning cage. He's like, what? Wait, what? Science, bitch. He wasn't paying attention in those high school classes. He was too busy sitting in the back staring out the window. His yeah. eye contained a dark power that had to be contained. <laughs> All right. I believe Rob had a move ready. I was just going to huck a net at him. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Sounds good to me. So Dog is going to run over here and huck the net upward. <laughs> We're going to invoke the new Dog weakness. For sure, because he does have to get close enough. When he gets to where he's going to throw it, he plants one foot goes to do the tur like the discus turn, swaps into Octodog, and then throws it. Yeah. So he's going to invoke many-minded dexterity. Yes. Inhuman strength to yes. toss it high enough to reach him. Yes. I'm going to invoke systematically meta-referential. I want to make the net more what it already is, give it yeah. more entangling properties. A tool of ensnarement. Yeah, that's perfect. This sounds great. And you also get the tag itself. Yeah. And I'm going to invoke your... Status Thunderstruck 2. Go toe to toe, I assume. Yep. Would the Thunderstruck apply though? Because, like, That's true. Because it hit me, not dog. That's a fair point. I need to start slapping dog with some stuff. Um, We'll say this was actually a 10. Okay. That would be choose two then, right? Yep, choose two. I think I want to give him entangled four and block and dodge. Wait, was this a drone or was this the guy? This was the guy. The drones don't seem to be running away, and this guy is frightening. Teaches, I got this, guys. Entire team's like, no. We got this. <laughs> you don't. Communism okay. theme plays. We got this. <laughs> yeah. Teach can beat him up. Robert's just pulling him down. I was briefly considering trying to, like, track down this guy's mom and have like, a video <laughs> sent to her. Like, hey, do you know your son is up My in a dangerous God. position on a, like, construction site? And then have her call him, but I don't think that goes with the uh, other statuses we're building, so I'll just save that for another day. That is a what? real dirty move. That is like the ultimate low blow. Yeah, yeah, that's really. <laughs> Let me add him. All right, it's all you. What do you got? After that last scene, Tish is like fully leaning into her mythos 
and she has been like the whole game basically. So setting eyes on her nemesis, her mythos really wants her to fight this nemesis. So she's got the uncontrollable urge to just beat his ass as hard as she nice. can. So nice, nice, I think nice. she's actually going to stop holding back and try to fly onto his level. Whoa! I want to throw so much wind at him that it ruins his hair and he gets intimidated and runs away. Oh! <laughs> oh put like two hours into that hairdo. <laughs> he tried like ten different products. Wait, what actually is this picture of him? I just searched yellow hair cartoon, I think. And that's on <laughs> and that's what I got. Okay, I would say it's a significant sacrifice. If you roll a nine or lower, you burn all the power tags on one theme. And you also crack a theme. And we established that help point statuses don't play a part. You completely ignore all statuses. Oh, this okay, is okay. you just taking the ultimate power yes. to reshape the narrative. Okay, here we go. So I would like to have Emma describe this incredibly awesome move of Tish actually flying for the first time. Tish just knows what to do. She grabs the bag and just like concentrates and then like this fog like coalesces like he's on a cloud and then i have my own cloud rise up and then just like unleash tornadoes at him a wind that you've never unleashed before the bag expands to larger than your wingspan and it's like this it's like giant mixing with the rain and forms yeah. like a massive hurricane that's like over his head it just completely destroys his hairdo <laughs> Emotional damage. Something that's going through your mind right now also is that scene at the factory when you did those like incredibly cool stunts, but you also knew it kind of wasn't for real, you know, because you have the safety of the bag the whole time. And now you're starting to wonder if you're controlling the bag or if the bag is actually controlling you. So runs on adrenaline is going to crack. Uh, because you, you didn't do this under your own bodily volition, and all the tags get burned. Whee! Meanwhile, Beru-sama is going to just collapse. This really didn't go how he thought it was going to go. He didn't expect you to become the avatar of wind, fly into the air, and conjure a hurricane. He thought he was just going to play around with you a little bit and then skedaddle. <laughs> <laughs> His lightning powers aren't working. They're like clicking against Lee's metal cage. And then the final straw, his hair just gets completely ruined in the deluge. It was already drooping a little bit, but now it's just like <laughs> like matted over his face. Fox dye job is starting to drain out of the yellow hair. No. It's becoming like a brown stain <laughs> his hair. He's like, Tish, you ruined everything. This is the worst. You are so lame. God! How does the very scary crew react to Tish being criticized like this? Oh shit! Well, this is the OG very scary crew. I think yeah. they're really they are watching right the drummer now. hero humiliated. Are they getting like hyped though? Because like rivalry. This is like celebrity <laughs> beef. Like they love. Them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they're, they're eating it up. Oh, they're uh, the worst. I love them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ollie's talking to Wally, and Ollie's like, "Hey, Wally." We should make like a YouTube channel where we do celebrity gossip, and this can be our first video. And <laughs> Wally like takes his phone out and starts filming this. <laughs> Meanwhile, Benny is like, 
man, I didn't even get you get to show you my lightning dog. And then he starts flying away. <laughs> and then as he starts flying away, the black helicopter people just pull out machine guns and start shooting at him. Just... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Holy shit. He did attack a drone. This is the name what you need private security force. They've been sent here because of the blinking light on the drones to eliminate all threats to... NWYN interests. They have a very strong legal case that you are terrorists right now. Oh my god! <laughs> shoot Benny. <laughs> We're gonna shoot. No, 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 no. Is a oh, disaster. Hold on. I'm gonna roll for them to shoot, even though that's not really how this game works at all. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Are you protecting Benny oh, now? I want to. I don't want no. Benny to fucking get shot. No, no. In my mind, Benny was just... He's shoulder saying, he's like, oh man, I gotta go home now. Turns around and sees a military-grade black helicopter. Three people just start firing. <laughs> okay, but... Okay. Oh no! Question, would Eddie know Benny from the community center? So where did Tish go to high school? Did Tish go to high school in Mute? I think so, yeah. Okay, so yeah, you would. Not everything know. has to take place in mute, but exactly. But I feel like she knows the city really well, so she would have. Kaz does not live in mute. Gave does not, or no, Gave does live in mute. Lee is new Agave to mute. Gave has an apartment in mute, but does Gave <laughs> live there? Gave has apartments all over the place. Robert lives adjacent to mute, close enough to hear the music festival. We could do a quick flashback scene where Eddie's helping the Russos, who are just lovely, loving parents, very supportive, uh, wonderful people. They are delightful. One of the few people who actually pays you for your services. <laughs> like one of the two families in the entire neighborhood who actually pays. Such a sweet memory to go through while their child was being machine gunned. <laughs> no, 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 I'm gonna try and... Oh shit, you can't face danger for somebody, can you? Yeah, you, you have cannot. to have an upgrade. I wanted to bring the helicopter down with these two. Whale on it was the tag that I got at the end of season one, which I've never used. Nice. <laughs> and uh, control over movement. I'm going to try and have this titanic wall of sound force this helicopter to land. Okay, that sounds great. Kind of manipulating the uh, hurricane that's been whipped up by uh, Tish. You could just stop the blade. Why, you know, save one person when you could kill three? Wait, this is actually such a great Again. moment. Again. The swirling hurricane that Tish has conjured is musical inspiration for Eddie. Yeah. As he sees this tempest, he starts like maneuvering it into the helicopter. Nine. I think I'll give the helicopter status caught in the storm. Okay. I just want to make it too difficult for them to get a clear angle to hurt anybody. So as Benny is sadly flying away, the music from Eddie's sax is steering the storm right above the helicopter. And the helicopter starts swerving wildly and a lot of the bullets miss. So I think with that, we're going to say Benny is going to be able to get away cleanly. You have secured okay. Benny's escape. Like, woo! All right. Just barely well, we'll dodges see you again, out buddy. of the We won't be happy about it, but at least we'll see you again. This is one thing <laughs> so far. I'd feel legitimately bad if he dies. Yeah, he's like 20. I want to see his lightning dog. Like, I'm coming back for you, Tish. Next time, I'm bringing my lightning dog. So you're going to see that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll be ready next time. Every character that's related to Tish, like Gabba Joe or like this character, is just 
a fucking gem of an Ten NPC. It's a fucking yeah. gem of an NPC. <laughs> MPCs, if you will. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like Noah's trail off. <laughs> I appreciated that, Noah. Anyway, parachuting out of the helicopter are three NWYN security forces clad in all black. <laughs> They're going to be jumping out with their guns. Oh, man, they look mean. They're ready to defend these drones. The drones call them in. They're going to be committing immense violence against you all. Hold here. I'm going to cut Craig. This is here's what you missed, and we just finished a break, and we all know that Noah's great. Now recording. So what Kaz is going to do is just stand there and look at these people, and just the sheer amount of violence they appear to be, not appear to be willing, they just tried to kill like a 20-year-old who was fleeing. Really not, not a great move, I would say. But the specific thing they're going to do is just invoke that primal fear tag. And I would actually like to invoke both of the hippo and Condus's legacies as Kaz thinks back to something Condus said to Eddie a while back, the invaders are coming. They're going to blight this land. And I have both a Mythos tie-in and a Logos tie-in here, because Condus wants the community to be protected from Name What You Need's influence. And I want to use fear to make these people flee into this, not into the sea, but like away, away from the land. Okay. <laughs> that... Sounds good. And since it's peaceful, like, I just want them to leave. I don't want to have to fight them. So I, that's why I want to invoke both of the hippo. What kind of role is this? Is this change the game? And can I assist? I would say this is a go toe-to-toe -to -toe again, because you're trying to attack them as they're trying to attack you. I'm not really trying to. I, I guess I'm kind of psychically trying. I'm not like, like, Kaz isn't physically sure. Go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Would I be able to assist here or no? Yeah, you can make a change to the game beforehand. What would okay. you like so to do? What specifically are, are you doing? Rent so cast? the tag is basically primal fear. The idea is in the myth, the, the Headless Horseman scares Ichabod Crane into just leaving the, the city forever. Just going. Oh, so you give them the evil eye and they get scared of me, basically. Yeah, basically okay. they just they look at me and they just feel an intense, intense fear. Mm. Which actually, you know, also, these guys have fucked up because Agave and Kaz are here and they're trying to attack assets of the people who own this warehouse right now. <laughs> Which I don't have any, like, uh, tags for, but they have a good reason to be scared. I'll say that. I would like to assist changing the game. I would like to get into their mind with, uh... So Discord of the enemy camp, like they see Kaz and like Kaz is like projecting this aura of primal fear. I want Kaz to appear like even larger and like burlier and like deadlier, like yeah, there's radiating this shadow energy. Yeah. And maybe they are, but I want it to be like even scarier. Like I want to like start making connections of like primal fears that they have like in their own life <laughs> and start making those neural neural connections like even stronger. Sounds good. Let's do a Have you ever watched an anime with like 
killing intent. Paz has a very commanding presence here. Would I be able to add my own to theirs as, as sort of like a tie-in here? Because that's what they're trying to do, right? They're trying to like be a very imposing commanding presence to command them to leave and intimidate them. Yeah, I like this. I that's think my go at it. Thunder Blast 2 should be invoked, though. Thunderstruck. All right, let's go. Eight. Here's the weird thing, though. So as you're like reaching out with your mind, the general's mind against these people's mind, you can see on their body armor, runes start to light up. Something that almost sucks in the surrounding light. As you're reaching out to their mind, you feel that it has no effect. Oh shit. Are these people or are they cons? No, they have the fucking like, they have the mind helmets. Oh. Right? Wasn't that a thing that like- The guy who made those died. The sign yeah, yeah. all stopped working. Right. This is something new. That's mm. also runes, which is really interesting. I I know somebody who writes things onto things to make them do things. Oh, well, I guess there goes what I was gonna do. So my shit boinks. Can I still get a use out of it? Can I like burn a power tag or something like that? Are they just straight up immune? Kaz would still get a plus one from the commanding presence. Mm. Plus one spooky status. Yeah. Can I double act if I'm really fast here? One clue per scene. What is that rune shit? <laughs> what is that shit? Tell me. Okay, so the ability is called Award Against the Supernatural. Mm. You cannot invoke Mythos power tags or Mythos-based story tags to directly affect them. Whoa. Oh, that's so strong. Should I even make this move? You didn't know about this, so I think Two you of my to... tags are crew theme tags. We got caught out, but try to include your crew tags. Hey team, hey team, is it retreat time? Because I'm, I'm feeling kind of burned out. Is this like a text message or are you yelling this? We can heal you, right? She's floating above, like <laughs> flying for the first time in her life, completely under her own control. Eyes glowing red, the bags, like the golden patterns. She's like, hey guys, I'm feeling a little burned as the wind starts to subside. <laughs> and she starts drifting gently to Earth. Alright, we'll handle the drone situation. Yeah, I think we should try and like take out the drones and then leave. So anyway, go toe-to-toe -to -toe and I get a plus one for being spooky. It's a 12. You are able to block slash counter their worst attempts. However, the runes start to absorb the light even more. Their armor starts to harden and glisten. It has no effect. Can I choose that i manage to achieve my goal instead of getting them good and instead have this be at the very least put off of attacking us because i've drawn their attention to me quite clearly i'll give them a story tag called kaz aggro kaz aggro nice drawn aggro kaz has drawn aggro okay i like the uh, point was to have them be aware that they shouldn't necessarily attack Kaz's whole character design is that they have to get attacked by something to attack. Okay. I don't mind either way because the point was for them to realize they shouldn't be attacking us like we're Valencia's people, but they can attack us. It's going to go not well for them. Because here's the other thing. We didn't attack the drones. We moved the drones into Lightning Guy's way and we were fighting Lightning Guy. As far as oh. name what you need knows... We are here under Valencia's supervision to deal with Lightning Guy. Yeah, it's it's gonna hold up real well in court, I'm sure. That's true. It's well, hold up real well. Just in terms of interpersonal relationships, like we showed up, Lightning Guy showed up, 
we started fighting him. And then Name What You Need Inc. turned paramilitary force with machine guns onto us, including Agave Aranios. They sent jackboot and thugs at us. Like, I think we're just going to be in the right no matter, no matter what. <laughs> I don't think we're in the wrong here. Yeah, you're like contorting to justify why you're totally fine, and I'm like, yeah. Like, you didn't need to do any of this. Like, all this bullshit I cooked up and threw at you, like, obviously you're in the right here. <laughs> the problem, though, is that even though we're totally in the right, they're still just going to scream terrorists and sue us anyway. Exactly. That's <laughs> well, the real they, issue. That's why we're going to kick our, their asses. Well, that means that they're the ones wrecking the business relationship, not the Iranios family. Like, it's, it's, on, it's on name what you need. That's the point. We've, we've already won the battle. And that's, uh, that's what Sun Tzu said. Something, something we already won the battle. <laughs> <laughs> something, something we already won the battle. Yeah. <laughs> won it before it even started, baby. Okay, how are we going to deal with these guys? Seriously. If Dog just tried to tackle one of them, would that count as using Mythos powers on them? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say no. Okay. So, Dog can at least try to hold them off. They're in the air right now. They're like jumping out of a pl they're jumping out of a helicopter. Oh, they're like whizzing down on their little rappel guy thing. Do we just try to deal oh. with the drones and then skedaddle? That might yeah, be a good idea. We could honestly just run away right now because I feel like a message has been sent. But then the message would be that as soon as you send shit in, we will scurry away like rats. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it more just cements us in the right here. Like, what the fuck? You just attacked us? So I think you were sent here to take out these drones and running away without taking out the drones is not going to be good. It's mission failure. All right, team, get a handle those mini choppers okay. and then run. Dog, dog is going right. to distract the men. And then I'm going to look for a sink. And Robert starts running and checking all the doors. <laughs> all right, take the risk. We don't want to try and make a sink. Find Going a sink. with the uh, find a sink route. You could do both. I don't know how he would make a sink, but if you want to try that, that's It seems like it would take a lot of rolls. You could try earthbending pipes up from underneath the ground. Construct an outdoor sink, I suppose. You can do it, but you will incur a penalty for doing that. What is a bay if not a large sink? Thinking about it from a story perspective, why would you want to sink? We are currently in a hurricane. Yeah, well, the logic is that your enclave is a kitchen sink. You thrive under kitchen sinks and in, like, sewage locations. So they have to make a facsimile of that for you to thrive. You don't survive in hurricane conditions, right? Sewage locations. <laughs> like, the tag is called everything under the kitchen sink. Right. Quick, everybody, drop trow, lay down yeah. a do, and then we're... <laughs> 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 and he's like when was the last time you had a bowel move <laughs> so anyway are there any open doors on this side of the warehouse what about storm drains have we thought about storm drains also i was actually thinking about storm drains Ooh, right storm now storm drain yeah. is good let's have robert make a take the risk roll to see if he can find anything yeah, so do I find an unlocked door or do I have to break into the building? 
I think the warehouse would be tightly locked for sure, given the circumstances. I don't think it would be unsecured. Okay. In that case, I'm going to pick a door. I'm going to animate the doorknob so that the pins pull out. Ooh, we love that. Uh, true name writing, animating sculptures. Would you say metalworking tools since this is a metallic I would say yes. thing? Okay. Not signature stylus, but Robert is going to note to himself that he should research locks. Nice. Is this overcomplicated, do you think? No, I don't think this is overcomplicated. I think this is reasonable. Okay. Six. Rob writes the words, animates the letters, and the knob is going to click and turn, and he's going to make it in just fine. But it's going to leave a notable trace of his passing. Maybe it's the scrawled letters on the door. Yeah, exactly. I have the idea of like the paper attached to the door. Rob, like hurriedly jiggling it, we get a shot of the paper drifting to the ground inside of the warehouse, and we just linger there for a second. Yeah, that's really good. Did that role include looking around for the actual sink or no? So since that was a fail, we'll say that you just made it inside. Okay. You're going to need to take the risk to look for... So what you see before you are like huge, like rows upon rows upon rows of unmarked containers, opaque unmarked containers. Is there a bathroom this direction sign anywhere? Do they have those in warehouses? Usually. Yeah. Work all day in a warehouse. And believe it or not, dock workers have to shit like all the rest of us. <laughs> I always That's thought true. they were superhuman. I don't know. You're entering through the back door. It's a difficult to navigate warehouse. I think what's going to happen, I'm going to be walking and walking, and all of a sudden, Metacosmic Custodian is going to pop off. One of the doors, like the front panel of a crate is going to fall open, and there's just a kitchen sink in there. <laughs> what do you think? Wait. Okay, so what you want is to have Deroy destroy the obstacles between you and a kitchen sink? Yes. To help Eddie, because Deroy wants to help Eddie. What do you think about that, Noah? I, I like that. I buy it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's like a, a kitchen fixture uh, shipment, that sort of thing. <laughs> I mean, it is full of drugs that were smuggled inside of it, but it's at least a kitchen sink. Flashback. They have been like Valencia and Kaz scene. All right, Kaz, the next shipment is going to be disguised under kitchen sink. <laughs> Kaz is like, huh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Less said about that, the better. They're really starting to outcompete IKEA in the uh, both the cocaine market and the uh, <laughs> and the. Uh, they would you all about the Swedes, but they really know how to make some good cocaine. Yeah. What do you think is in their meatballs after all? Like <laughs> Thunderstruck plus Cosmic Custodian gives you a minus one, which I think is appropriate. I feel like Robert would not have the advantage in this situation. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is a bit of a long shot. I love it for the story, though. No! That is a two. two. <laughs> Yikes! You're looking around, and you're what just like... Is, there is a kitchen sink, but the golden hand not only rips open the door to the uh, crate, but also just completely destroys the shipment. Oh, DeRoy! <laughs> the shipment? the shipment that's so bad oh fuck <laughs> that's so bad yeah like a cloud of white powder just 
sprays into Robert's face. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. They were transporting in that sink. Cloud of white powder. <laughs> oh my god. And it That's gets brutal. all over him. He leaves footprints in it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, dude. Have you ever like tried to clean up flour? It takes uh, forever. Yeah. It gets oh, everywhere. God. Exactly. No, imagine that, but an, an industrial shipment. Cocaine's water soluble, so it's actually yeah, very yeah. Easy. You can clean it with water based cleaners. Very so is baking easy. soda. Baking Not that I would know. Is also water soluble. I'm gonna make a story tag called "Huge Mess." <laughs> can we also give Robert the status high as a kite? <laughs> I'll leave that up for Marcus. Poisoned, oh, Marcus. God. Not neutral, um, not bad or positive. Yeah, just it could neutral. be to your benefit. I don't know. <laughs> Release your inhibitions really fast. Yeah. Uh, a quick elevator business pitch. That is okay. Wait, 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 wait. No idea. Instead of giving you that status, your weakness, fevered inspiration, is on for the rest of the scene. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. That's so good. Oh, that's amazing. You feel like what the golden arms are telling you in this moment is like you can do better. And then for some reason you feel like a burst of energy and you're like, yeah, they are removing the obstacles to your ignorance in this moment. I'm going to go to a wall. Could he have a story tag for that? Why do we feel like this is the second time someone has been blasted in the face with cocaine in this in this campaign? Is Wait, it because that's yeah. true? Oh, yeah, right. a story tag called yeah. DeRoy's influence. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna call it DeRoy's influence, but DeRoy is gonna be in quotes. It's DeRoy, guys. It's DeRoy's influence that he's on. DeRoy is his muse. Yeah, Robert's gonna go to a nearby wall, and he's going to write out in the language of true names a beautiful, image-rich poem about the most beautiful kitchen you've ever seen. Whoa. <laughs> Amazing. If it's you like solve a... the riddle, it makes the Parmesan <laughs> Did you guys want to make a sink? I mean... I was leaning like more towards trying to like use my legal advice to uh, have these guys be the real terrorists the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine, but I think they they would have huge legal protections. You could certainly try it. I could make one big storm drain. So they they have both Busted magic and up. legal protection. Yeah, they're they're operating under name what you need. They they probably have like legal protection five, like a world class legal team. I want to try to take out another drop. Yes. Do it. Do, do it. Do it. <laughs> Carry the team, Tish. All right, here we go. Highlands, aerokinesis, tornado, just blasting them. Blast! Yeah. Okay, is it time for wine of madness? Oh yeah. Struck You'd for... have to do something crazy to justify it. Using change the game to remove negative statuses is really important. So maybe you should wait for the kitchen sink to be made so Eddie can heal you. So then you can destroy the drones. Well, Eddie can only heal mental damage. And Tisha's kind of flying right now. Yeah. That's true. Tisha's out of control. <laughs> yeah, I'll just like straight up chug this wine. And how am I going to make this crazy? You're in the avatar state right now. <laughs> Can I try and smash two of them together? I like that. <laughs> I, use I also the think you're in position. The so. Hit with all you've got seems good. 
That's a 10. That's a 10. Whoa. This is what happened. For those listening at home, that's a 10. That's a 10. Who's <laughs> two? Tier plus one. You get them good or get many of them. So two of them are undamaged. One of them is damaged. Which two do you want to smash together? One that's undamaged and one that is damaged. Perfect. So your bag is still the largest it's ever been. Just a mm -hmm. massive, like, beyond your control, flying around of its own volition. And then it sort of flies behind one of the drones and just blasts it into the other drone. So the d drone that was lightning struck to is just going to explode. And the other one is going to take some propeller damage. So I'm going to give this status propeller damage two as it starts uh, flying shakily and wobbling. Can I get a quote from Tish? Sayonara! I don't know. <laughs> it's the first thing that popped no, into no. my head. <laughs> Is there a way the crew can recover from taking sonic damage? I can do some pain relief. A song, Agave? You have two musicians. Play louder music. That usually helps with uh, hearing loss. <laughs> <laughs> I could give someone some wine to numb the pain. You guys could also yes. buff us up in some way, right? How about hype music? I like hype music as a buff. Okay. I think Eddie's going to do a riff for uh, Agave to do the drop. Ooh, that's awesome. I'm going to make some notes and toss them my way. I'll put them in the track. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I want to invoke these, these, these. The last two is going to come on it. Oh, and whale on it. Man, I really hope this works. I'm at plus four right now. Plus two. That's yeah, a 13. Oh, yeah. That's oh my 13. god. Lucky number 13. Here we go. Create a story tag, and I want to prolong the effect. Perfect. And what do you want to call this? Sick beat. I want to call it set the mood, because it's not just a sick beat. Eddie's controlling the water in the air to make it, like, still. It's reflecting the lights that Agave typically puts out in uh, their shows. So like on every single droplet, it's kind of a kaleidoscope of hues. And that just sets this entire dark night up for kind of like this party-esque vibe in the rain. Every raindrop suddenly turns into a prism and refracts the vibrant glow sticks circling around Agave's head as they conjure the turntables from nowhere. And what's great is we don't have to worry about the guys getting a positive buff for my party vibes because they they don't get affected by myth. <laughs> yep. I think it's obviously irresistible uh, turntables going it's on. Obviously turntables. It's obviously glow sticks. Sweet combo. It's at a plus four right now. I think it's the cops would apply here, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Then I'm also going to invoke fuck the popo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. What do you think about unrestrained chaos? There's not really anything that like the chaos is hitting right here because it's, it's like just the music. What about Carpe Diem Enthusiast? Because we might die if we don't put on a killer performance. So the flavor of this is you want to heal the thunder blast, right? And you're like trying to play music to relieve people's pain. Mm -hmm. That's legit. <laughs> That's pretty legit. I kind of like Carpe Diem and Unrestrained Chaos, honestly, but up to you. How much XP do you want to harvest, I guess? As much as possible. That's how you play the game, right? Noah taught me well. <laughs> Let's run it. Please, please work. Please work. Seven. Okay, so that's a seven. 
That was a plus two net. There's so many tags. All right. I have a Thunder Blast one, not a Thunder Blast two. Oh, that's right, because of the random Lee formation that protected you instead of him. <laughs> I added it to give you a plus one. So who would you like to heal? Tisha's the guns and the everything. You know? Tisha's the Tisha's guns and the everything. Right yeah. <laughs> do, we, do we want Tish to go down to lightning struck three or lightning struck one? Would that yeah, be? I think yeah. I think Tish is the one to choose here. We got to play to win, not to not lose. All right. Tish, I'm going to play a theme song for Tish exclusively. Nice. Quick flashback to Agave and Tish doing a TikTok collab. Hardcore EDM with a little bit of jazz fusion in there. Eddie's sax comes on. The vibrating from the thunder. You start vibrating in frequency in the music and it pumps <laughs> you up massively. And then the beat slaps. Oh yeah. Alright, I think I can go a little longer now. <laughs> Gave DJing on the right. turntable. Vibes are correct. As Eddie's just saxing right beside. <laughs> saxing. You, it's you a know saxy beat. Reload their fists, like crack their elbows thing, and like put them back up for the fight. I feel like that's what Tish just did midair. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Tish did the TikTok dance and like rolled her shoulder back into place. God, like a wind god doing a TikTok dance before she blows you out of the sky to your doom. <laughs> so, before Robert went inside, he told Dog to distract the name which you need security guards. And right now he's interpreting that by saying he should wave all of his tentacles in every direction and dance in their direction. <laughs> and then he's gonna grab this guy. Alright. Can I assist? Sure. I'd like to assist by adding clay and earth and like rocks to dog to make him more Ooh. formidable when he grabs. With every step dog takes, earth is rising from the ground and attaching itself to him. Mm -hmm. So like, See, it's he a just gets spur. taller and taller. Change the game. Go. That is a nine. All right. So plus one to your roll. Go for it. Good invoke. Inhuman strength, holding down, many-minded dexterity, and multitudinous manipulators. Such great right. tags. Every single one of these is good. Fevered inspiration is on for the rest of the scene. Unless you can somehow get of get rid of DeRoy's influence. <laughs> Would my fevered inspiration affect dogs following orders that I previously gave to him, though? No, that's a fair point. I'm gonna say no. Seems fine. Okay. Would dog's slowness affect his ability to grab them? I think it would. He is also dancing his way over to them, which is going to make it a little harder, too. Yeah, that's Go true. Go to toe. He's like octopus moonwalking over yeah. as like chunks of clay are attaching to him. Is this like one of those anime girl transformations? <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a ultimate power. I'll destroy the aerial superiority tag. Okay. As Dog Moon walks back over, like a, one last chunk of clay attaches to his tentacle, he extends the final distance and just brings this guy crashing down to earth. Maybe he brings them all crashing down to earth. Grab each one by an ankle and then slam them into the ground. All right. So that I'm going to delete. Instead of blocker dodge, I'll do uh, tier three status slam three. Oh, okay. So not only are they all going to be crashed into the ground, they're also all going to take slammed three. 
it reduces by one because it's a group there's a group factor so yeah slammed two okay so since you didn't block what is happening in that room maybe it's a status status on dog dog. it's a status on robert yeah i think they're just gonna rip into dog i feel like he's pretty not that vulnerable to bullets He's made up for Earth. As Lee moves closer, Lee sees that these are not human. Rock-like constructs mm. animated by wounds. <gasps> well, I guess They're it's a good constructs? thing I didn't try to mind control them. Time to go. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should have withheld that information. Ah, oh, whatever. It's fine. No, 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 this is good. Now Eddie doesn't have to hold back. Yeah, we're yeah. in a much better position now. Robert can unwrite the runes, and Lee can maybe do something because they're rocks, but but not until they have their armor taken away from them. So go ahead and make a face danger roll with dog. I'm invoking heavy slow again. Unless mindlessly resolute would help, because I just used all of his other tags. Would his mindless resolution help him from being shot? I don't think so. I think he's just going to take the full status. Dang. As I was just typing this status, I was like, "This is so fucking grim." Oh no! I was gonna. I was typing "dog shot." <laughs> oh. <laughs> we have to In have like context, animal abuse triggers. It's totally fine because it's like a clay construct. It's made of clay. <laughs> Their shooting name just happens to be dog. <laughs> it's not fine to me. I just saw my friend get shot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, Eddie doesn't know. Eddie just freaks out. As dog yeah. just gets riddled with bullet holes, but he seems totally fine though. How do you see Kaz take some bullets too? Yeah, this there's is precedent. Yeah, I, I guess there's precedent for this group being extraordinarily durable. Uh, as the clay starts like sloughing away under the rapid fire, you can see underneath it is a metal exoskeleton. Endoskeleton. Sorry, endoskeleton. <laughs> Right. A, a metal endoskeleton that looks surprisingly human. Like it it has like the shape of a human skeleton under there, which convinces Eddie that dog is human even more. <laughs> this makes me sad. Can I do a quick um, change the game to try and heal my Thunderstruck? Yeah. Does my damage negatively apply? Do you think being Thunderstruck would stop your powers from being as effective no i think it would you do think it would my interpretation is that your body has taken damage so it's harder for it to heal okay seems kind of reasonable four one of them is gonna point at the other one and they're just gonna stand up brush themselves off and you can see they got slammed into the ground but they are stone constructs so i'm going to just delete that status oh my god get up they're completely fine actually (laughs) It's totally fine. So we just have to move them, though. Like, we literally just have to get them into the water. Just push them away. Yeah, Yeah. like, they can't swim. I think one of them is going to start running at Tish. Because Tish is the one destroying the drones. But she's in the air. That's true. Just imagining, like, hopping up, like, trying to get her. (laughs) (laughs) Like, 20 feet in the air. Yeah, (laughs) you could imagine that. Now imagine giant stone wings sprouting from his back as he flies into the air and reaches up to attack I didn't realize this is the bullshit episode. (laughs) (laughs) That's the title right there. So they're going to go for a shredded four status on you, but you can face danger. 
And not like shredded like Anna Joe is shredded because she goes to the gym <laughs> five times a week. Dang, all my like capoeira and fighting is done now. But... You still have some face danger tags, no? Yeah, I'm not too bad, but it would have okay. been cool to use a capoeira move. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> True. 13. Ooh. All right. There's a lumbering stone creature trying to grab Tish and Tish is like not even close. Fire. Flips over to the Wait, side. Do I have a dynamite thing for face danger? Made for this? Oh, yeah, Wait, yeah. That's so appropriate for your character. <laughs> you can reflect the status at your attacker or otherwise use it against them. You give your attacker an appropriate status of your choice. So, what status do you want to give this? Well, he was going to shred me, so I want to shred his wings. <laughs> Ooh, you want to shred his wings. Whoa. All right, so how do you shred the wings? Is the air, you like shred Slicing it with air? air, yeah. Just nice. air that's razor sharp air that just slices through his wings. <laughs> just crashes to the ground. You ever seen those videos of ears of corn breaking glass because it's moving at 300 miles an hour? I knew someone who used to be on a submarine crew. And they said, in certain parts of the submarine, you would walk with a broomstick held vertically in front of you, because there might be an air jet coming. Like, if there's a pinhole in one of those pipes, an air jet could slice you in half. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So instead of taking a shredded four status, uh, he's only going to take a shredded one status as the glowing runes deflect some of the air to the side, or I guess most of it. I don't think so, you hunk of junk. Get back down there. <laughs> I don't want this to be a roll. I just want to communicate with to Robert in character. So I'm going to like jump into his head a little bit and say, Robert, and like show him like what's going on out here, like with all the runes and stuff. Is like, can you do anything about these runes? Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> I'm wonderful. I'm absolutely wonderful. How are you in my head? Okay. His eyes are fully dilated. Does Lee get like secondhanded highness from being yeah, in Robert's brain? All of that. <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> Imagine it's something similar to if you ever peek in Agave's mind. Yeah. Lee feels it and just, it's totally normal to him because he's been in Agave's mind before. <laughs> it's like, did I get the wrong person? The armor has to be one directional though because if it went every direction they would be shut down that makes sense well according to the mythos of these guys i feel like no that i don't i don't think that's the case no are they not mythical well yeah they are but like they're you don't know what their mythos is right like, i guess that's true they're operating under a mythos so robert is gonna leave his wonderful kitchen masterpiece behind and go run outside is he still wearing his pants why would of he be? course. Where would his pants go? Why would he be wearing yeah, his pants? Yeah, they're exactly where he's, they should go, on his head. <laughs> <laughs> of course um, he's wearing them. Yeah. It's cold outside. Gonna, where else are you going to get a scarf? <laughs> you got to get that forehead protection. Going to immediately peer into the mist at these things, though. Peer into the mist. All right, go ahead and make a roll. Three clues. Ooh. With a 12. Oh. Wait, can I ask what animates these things? Let me look this up. <laughs> the wiki page is the actual Wikipedia for the myth. Dawn's learning a yeah, lot. That's correct. Well, they could be automatons. They could be like the tooth soldiers. Magically animated stone. Yes. Often guardians of a place. Mm. Are they interested in a ring? Okay, what I'm getting is evil. Like demonic. Demonic mm. energy. Mm. So they possessed. 
Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh. we know that they work for a corporation. Demonic <laughs> possession. I'm going to go with demonic possession. Are they controlled by something that can be reasoned with? So their dictate is to protect whatever they're protecting. That's their animus. Okay. They guard these drones and other NWYN property. So they're going to do what they do, and that's just it, huh? Is there any weakness that we could use to disable them? Light sensitivity. Well, that sucks at night. Wait, we're in a harbor. There's got to be a, a lighthouse around here somewhere. Peering into the mist, looking at the runes, you're able to read them a little bit, even though they're, I guess, quite different. Yeah, this is a mythos. This is a language you can't quite understand. Really? Yeah, because my interpretation is you can read worldly languages, but maybe not magic scripts. Okay. Maybe you can, though. I don't know. You get feelings of, like, darkness. So, like, these creatures are really only active at night. What's the brightest light nearby? It's probably, like, at the docks. Like a lighthouse or something at the docks? I don't know. You could also share this with, with us. Yeah. I brought a bunch of, like, street light. Like, what I th was imagining when I made the faraway cage, I made got, like, a bunch of street lights. Did I make them Ooh. nearby that at, at all, or no? So, yeah, I would say yes. Yeah, they're all around the warehouse, right? So these guys are gargoyles, right? Kinda. I'm gonna shout, THE LIGHT! And I'm gonna run at the lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the lighthouse is like really far, like a mile, I guess, <laughs> over in this direction. But it is a debilitating light. So, so Robert just starts running over there. I'm gonna get on my bike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, you can't do that because you don't know how to ride a motorcycle. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. I was like, what is this a trouble development? <laughs> Remember that part in your character when we specifically said you couldn't ride a motorcycle? God. Oh my God. What what would it be like? like Wait, that's my character. I'm not allowed to operate motor vehicles. I guess or this is heavy a machinery. take the risk, maybe. <laughs> yeah, like that that warning on like drugs is like do not operate heavy machinery when taking this. Agave just has a shirt that has. <laughs> do not operate heavy machinery when taking this. <laughs> That's amazing. All right, this is a take the risk. Let's go. Line in uh, like? Archer where H. John Benjamin's like, yeah, I can't stop drinking because I feel like if I do, the collective hangover will kill me. That's the vibe yeah. I get from Agave one hundred percent of the time. Like the tagline of the character. Yeah, maybe. Maybe this is Agave sober. So what exactly am I taking the risk against here because it changes which strength and weakness tags I invoke? Them shooting you because you drew aggro. Okay. Robert is in the perfect mood to get help getting to his destination from a person who just drew aggro. I'm not picking up Robert. I am going on my own, dude. Robert yelling like, the light and starting to like chug towards it on his little Robert legs. <laughs> and Kaz just maybe them having aggro is good because don't we want to hit them with the light? My plan was to like supercharge the lighthouse, but drawing them closer to it also helps. I thought Kaz was just gonna ride solo to the lighthouse. Yes, I take would also... the light and just fire the light that at is them. Exactly what I was planning to do. Which is a very cool scene. Yeah. Nine. 
MC will offer you a hard bargain or an ugly choice. I think the cost of this is that you crack something. That's not I do what I'm told. Maybe it's what what does it mean to deserve something? Why would that fade though? Or maybe it's what is my purpose in undeath? What is my purpose on undeath makes a lot of yeah, sense that, to fade. I like that one. I like that. So what's your explanation for that? That oh my webcam's off. That's a good explanation. <laughs> That's a good explanation. Things are confusing right now. I'm not really sure what side. Like, there's Name What You Need, there's um, the Iranius gang, and then there's our group. And, like, the Iranius gang is aligned with Name What You Need, but are they really aligned with Name What You Need? And our group is aligned with the Iranios gang, but is it really aligned with the Iranios gang? And I think that Kaz is just going through some inner turmoil about that. What am I actually nice. doing? What are we doing? Yeah, I also see the tension as every time you follow Iranios orders, it kind of slips you back to where you were before this all happened. Living your crime hermit lifestyle. It's pulling you back into the logos. What actually happens though, like mechanically? What happens to uh, these creatures, these mysterious creatures? I think they're going to freeze. I think whatever is animating them, as you turn the bright light on them and blast it in full, they are all just going to stop moving and freeze in place, still as statues. Well, nice. Or it's going to immediately stop running towards the lighthouse and turn and run back towards the guys now. <laughs> I text the group chat and I say, text me when you guys are out of range of those things and i'll put the lighthouse back because we don't want to like crash boats if there's like a lighthouse here we we really we want that lighthouse to stay pointing where it's supposed to point yes <laughs> all right let's have tish do one more move and then we might just end this scene here. i want to try to change the game so that everyone else can try destroying the drones by making them fall on the ground okay i like that so i want to like reverse the wind direction so the propellers just do nothing <laughs> Ooh! all right go ahead and invoke tags for a change the game all right this is kind of a weird one get them 13 Again. Get em. 13. Fucking get all right yes Dude, you like the, the propellers are turning this way you just spin your hands the other way and the propellers start slowing down churning and then just stop completely and they just plummet to the ground oh. all right you guys handle the rest Tish just leans back against the wall with her arms crossed like, I did my fair share of the work. Now you get to watch everybody else to do everything. How many drones are left? Two. One damaged, one undamaged. I could just, like, be like, I'm going to crush it with Earth, but I've been using that tag so many times, I want to be, like, a little bit more creative with my tags. Maybe a buff dog and dog smashes. But I want to smash it. All right. It's all you. I'm going to use my tags in a creative way, and mechanically it's going to be exactly the same as if I had smashed it with Earth, but it's going to be more flavorful. When I see the drones fall, I'm going to just stride forward uh, with my commanding presence and like just staring down the security force, unafraid, unshakable, just grind like my boot into one of the drones and crush it under my foot defiantly. While that's happening, Robert's oh, wait, can you catch the last one, one, actually? I would like the last one to be caught, if possible. Robert is actually going to push it, like, down onto the ground, right onto this one, and try to, like, animate it in a way that overrides the computer. Oh. Oh, that's cool. All right, Lee smashing one, 
Is this a go toe to toe? Yep. All right, here we go. Ooh. Yes. Through the thunder blast, you roll the ten. That's nice. Now tier one still isn't enough though. It just goes to a two dash one. This is a little bit cheaty, but my theme improvement, this is my moment, has allows me to improve the status that I apply by one tier. Yeah. Also, I think instead of a go toe to toe, this should be a hit with all you've got because you've been set up in advance. I see. Like Tish has completely set you up. So it really should be a tier plus one. Okay. So I'll give it to you. Nice. Like at this point, it's really more of a display than anything else. Like Tish has just yeah. fully destroyed yeah. this. And as it's like crashing into the ground, it kind of sputters to a halt right at your foot and you just grind your foot down on yeah. one of the propellers and cross your hands. <laughs> nice. And Tish is like, you know what? I'll let him get the credit on that one. <laughs> he needed the ego boost. I did. I always do. All right. So let's have Rob now try to catch it and animate it. Can I potentially try and like help him out with the whole he's kind of high right now thing? Robert will ignore you, but not in the way that he like stops you from administering help. He just won't notice so much until it's done, I think. Tenitis one, but you also benefit from set the mood. So I, I'm gonna make a little a little bottle of a downer to counteract his uh, uppers. Uh, that's not how it works IRL, but you know, <laughs> this is caffeine and other caffeine. <laughs> we need like a safe word that we we just call it like dust or something. The good stuff. Yeah. It, 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 one of its street names is Angel Dust, or maybe that's something else. That's PCB. Okay, well, you just killed that name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With a nine, you're able to reduce the status by two and give him a positive status. So I think I'm going to channel all of that frantic energy and just focus it like a razor thin edge of focus oh god it's like even more what i was already doing yes so just this bottle thrown and just this cloud of vaporous alcohol wafting over him and his eyes they do the anime you know glasses thing where they just shine <laughs> light flashes it's like a neon green glow stick light that just flashes on one of the lenses yeah plus two to whatever you do okay and your name writing animating sculptures creating things that sense yeah it's got cameras on it oh my gosh seems fine i'll invoke temporary attachment to give you the free xp hooray <laughs> i don't think we need to roll for this but dog is helping hold it down while i write this click hold it down i want to see the roll so i can <laughs> say a high number <laughs> All right, I think that's everything. That is a 12. 12. So this other drone that has taken no damage flying down uh, because of Tisha's like, lazy hand motion. Dog reaches up with two tentacles, grabs it, pulls it right down to you, and then as it's like fluttering there, you just casually stroll up, take out your stylus, and start writing on the metal. So would achieve my goal be reform the drone and make it ours? Yes. Nice. Very nice. Do you give that to Tish, by the way? I'd like to look at it, but you're welcome to it too, of course. This is going to upgrade all of my streams. <laughs> so good. Oh, that's where we're ending the episode. <laughs> Let's do credits. A lot of good stuff this time. Oh my god, the Tish scene was so good. Can we talk about that again? 
Yeah, this yeah. episode rocked. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, that was so that was so good, dude. Legitimately, a seriously, out. seriously amazing scene. Yeah. I feel like this episode was like I went to someone's birthday party and then just ate all the cake for myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, got this to say, I love watching party. you eat all that cake. <laughs> We got this cake for you, and we want you to eat it. Yeah, we're all just going to watch you eat the cake. That's uh, that's what this kind of party is. Maybe this episode should be called like mukbang. <laughs> I don't know. Like you, you have the picture of dog in the sailor uniform, and then the name of the episode is mukbang. That's that's going to be a little concerning. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna take a help point on Kaz because they approached Robert with some heavy stuff. Yeah, that was a good. That was also a good scene. All these great scenes overshadowed by an even greater scene. Would anybody like to invest in unburning some crew tags? I feel like sweet combo is always a good one to unburn. Let's just start there. Yeah, we burned so many crew tags this session. We can only unburn one a session, right? Well, one per player per session. If you choose to do that. With your geek out, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna geek out and unburn sweet combo because I love I love sweet combos. I think we should sure, be doing them every yeah. session. Yeah, I definitely should have unburned something. I'm taking a help point on Robert because <laughs> I want to. Gave, I think Noah might be asleep. I don't know. Noah. Noah. <laughs> I was just thinking that well, maybe we should get an attention on we help others like us because. Noah did save the kid. Oh, yeah, we great. saved the kid. We yeah. saved the kid. We were as nice to him as we could while he was being actively antagonistic. He probably would have made it lot. anyway. He seems scared. Hell yeah. And that gives us a level up on that crew. Fuck yeah. Does Tish have anything? Get a help point, unburn a tag. I feel like Tish was just solo carrying. Yeah. She was, and I'm here for it. We all love it. I'll unburn Metacosmic Custodian because that one seems useful. You want more Deroy scenes? Yeah. I'm leaning towards unburning Fuck the Popo. Very in line with your character and Tisha's character and Kaz's character. <laughs> and I think this is just like reinforced uh, a negative opinion of violent authority figures. Yeah, violent authority figures. They sure suck, don't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, somebody make say something really funny so we can end the episode on a high note. No. Perfect.